Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Nerds. I'm your host Rudy Vela and with me as always, me Juan Guerra, Joel Wagner. Are you on mute now, Steve? Because that did not pick you up at all. Technical difficulties. You're still not picking up. What is going on? It's still not getting them? No. Not a... Steve, talk. Did you do that? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm saying, like, did he do that in the did beginning? Did you do that? No? What's going on? Yeah. That's what she said. Hurry up, stroke it. Stroke it. Oh. There we go. <coughs> Hello. Steve. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> no, fuck it. <laughs> We're gonna run Difficulties happen, all right? Oh, yeah. Deal with it. We're doing it live. Deal with it. Oh, wait. You guys probably haven't watched The Guild, have you? I haven't Guild? seen it in so yeah. long. With, uh... <laughs> Will we in Felicia Day? Ah, Felicia. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Did you ever watch the season with Will Wheaton? Yeah. The buff douchebag. I don't remember that. We're, gonna be, the, the, we're gonna be first on the map, the first to get the loot. Dude. <laughs> it's with that squad, right? The squad yeah. Of, yeah. So bring it home. <laughs> he keeps dancing and shit. Let's go to that convention. I remember. I don't know. Oh yeah. So you watched it all the way through. Good yeah, yeah. man. That show was fucking, That show yeah. is great, dude. Well, his name's uh not. Blades is the ah oh, I can't remember that guy's name. Anyways, he bangs Blades, mom. But yeah, that's that's <laughs> where that that's where that line deal with it. That's where that comes from. Will we? So man. if you have not watched it, culture yourself and watch the. That guild. shit was free back on like Xbox Live. Still is. 360. Really? Yeah. Oh, should be I think. Wow. Yeah, they had it. So I, th- I want to say it's on Netflix. That's, oh yeah, that's it's on the, Netflix yeah, as that's well. the last place that I watched it. Hello. Yep. Hello. That shit out. It's yeah, so good. so long. Yeah, Steve, welcome back. Yeah, hi, it's me. <laughs> and welcome back, the rest of you. We uh, took a week uh, took a week off. Juan had some little exciting times planned for him for his anniversary. And congrats, congrats. Yeah. Is that for the Lions losing or anniversary? Uh, that that's for though. both. You know, I'm not a sore loser. Congrats. <laughs> hey, man, I was there, and even I was like, God damn, this feels like Rigged. we're getting handed the game. Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, seriously, because I was sitting in the stands. People were like, please, God. Please, oh, just, no. one, just this one time, give me this win. This guy in front of me was saying that shit. I was like, yes. And then another guy was like, amen. Yes. And amen. then uh, I was just, like, they called the, the penalty, and I was like, no way, dude. On a third down? All right, cool, dope. And then a drive. No, that same drive, another third down. Yep. Another penalty, and I was like, same one. Holy crap, no way. Yeah, and then so I was like, I guess we're going to win. But yeah, I was super excited. I guess we're going <laughs> to win. I honestly thought we were going to lose because every time. Everybody me, me did. Bobby, yeah, everybody did. Me, every time me and Bobby have gone to a game, we've lost uh, when we've gone together. So we were like hoping to break the curse. And it started off like I had my head down. The game had started. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a slow drive. They're probably going to run the ball a couple times, you know. Fuck no. And then, so I'm looking down and then all I hear is, oh, my God. And then I'm, I look and then I was like, what happened? And on the replay, I seen that. You know, he yeah. just he he just got a what was it like a sixty yard pass? Yeah, pass, yeah. And I was like, no fucking way. And then just from that point on, <laughs> I thought we were gonna lose. Then Allison goes down, but yeah, it was a really fun time. Awesome. All right, so for those of us that uh, you know have sex, we're <laughs> talking about sports, <laughs> football. If you're into that kind of whack shit, but <laughs> yeah, so Juan got to go see his team, the uh, Green Bay Packers, smash yeah. on. Didn't smash, didn't smash on special teams called the refs. Yeah, we had some, uh, we had some, got some help, some extra players on the field. <laughs> how, said, how much money did that run them? 
I don't know, but it was. I mean, they had to change the colors of the team from green and yellow to fucking black and white stripes. <laughs> the fuckers. Yeah. No, nah, but Lions did play like ass. You can't get to the end zone that many times and not make a fucking actual. Yeah, man. Uh, field goals don't win games, but. You know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, good, good, good shit. One, yeah. I wasn't even mad about it at like the actual team. I was mad at the refs and the you, Lions. But. You know what's really cool though is like <laughs> when I was watching the games. The Lions players, at least the ones that I was looking at, like never threw their hands up in the air and said, "Like what the fuck?" Like that's a They're penalty, used to it, man. Yeah, like, like no, they were all just like, it was this weird, euphoric, like ah, oh, it's all good type of deal. Because like there was a there was a play where Marvin Jones gets like, it should have been a pass interference call, and yeah. and it wasn't called. And I watched it, and I was looking at him. I was like, oh, he's not even complaining about it. He didn't throw his hands up, shrug or anything. He just got up. And they went back to the huddle, and I was like, wow. I'll just sum it like this, man. When we went to Detroit for the con this last time, Mm -hmm. when we were leaving that Sunday, the guy that was the valet guy that was getting our car brought around, he was sitting there talking to me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, it must be pretty cool being here in Detroit all the time, you know, like a lot of Lions stuff going on. And he just looked at me and he's like, man, fuck the Lions. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, he's like, the way I look at it is they don't want me as their fan. And I was like, why do you say that? He's like, because they don't fucking win. And I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, okay. I was like, yeah, yeah. So I told him, I was like, you're not wrong. But then he tried to preach me this thing about how soccer is going to take over f- the actual football. And Yeah, he lost it. Yeah, I was like, oh, so you just don't like the Lions, whatever. But I'm starting <laughs> to, I, that's starting to resonate with me. Like today, I honestly, I didn't even watch the Lions play. No? Nope. Did they lose? They lost. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> they were yeah. ahead, too. They were up 20. Oh, anyway, fuck yeah. football. Yeah, for real. Can we talk about something that's actually cool? Yeah. Oh, God. yeah. Sports. This is a nerd podcast. <laughs> Oops. No, but I'm glad you guys had fun and uh, happy anniversary. How many shit? How long has it been? Uh, This is our 12th I didn't mean to year. put you on the spot either. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, well, this is our 12th uh, anniversary this year. That's dope. Damn. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. wish you many more. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so uh, this week's episode, we're a little behind. We actually had mentioned in our previous episode that our next episode would be a review of The Joker, and we actually did not lie to you. (laughs) It's a little bit later than expected, but when I made that promise, I forgot that Bobby Joe messaged me already and said that we weren't going to be doing this because Juan will be gone. So apologies, but here we are. So, yeah, today will be a review of the movie Joker. Not the Joker, just Todd Phillips' Joker. And um, if you have not watched it, he be warned. There be uh, spoilers beyond this point. And, uh, yeah, if you have watched it, enjoy. And let us know what you think based on our conversation. Yell at us if you want, join in if you want, or just uh, be silent as most of you tend to do, it seems like. (laughs) But yeah, so are we pressing movies and series? Because it's still movies and series. Uh, It feels weird with you, you know, (laughs) not pressing buttons. (laughs) There we are, movies and series. Hell yeah. All right, so first up and only up, the review of The Joker. So... Joker was directed, of course, by Todd Phillips, as we just mentioned, and released two weeks ago now, and has already broken multiple records. Of course, it already yeah. was getting uh, award nominations and winning film festivals before it released to the public, so that happened, and now it holds the ticket sales for October 
and uh, the opening week of October, correct, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. biggest uh, uh, R-rating movie opening in October and just overall October opening. Yeah, so it's pistol-whipping October oh, yeah. and uh, doing really good. I personally just watched uh, Joker before coming in here. Uh, finally had a babysitter. All right. No, scratch that. We had the opportunity to go see it. We've had babysitters lined up. I personally was just not in the mood. I, really? Yeah, this movie, to me, it came out to a lot of people doing that thing that people tend to love to do where something great comes out and they feel they have to love it. So then they just regurgitate a lot of words that people said previously that they read. And it really bothered me. Oh, like, okay. It, I, I mean, it's one thing if, if you study film or, like, you're a passionate about film and you put time and effort into it and stuff. It's another when everybody's saying the same thing over and over about it. And it's like, you know, that's not really how they feel. It's just how they feel. They like jumping feel. on the, like, yeah, riding like the wave like a, and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's all about riding the, the wave. Now, Exactly, exactly how you feel is exactly when I walked out of that movie. I was in the same one with Joel, yep. which we didn't plan. We just happened to be there, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I, but- <laughs> I, I walked. I walked out of That's the cool. movie, and I was like, in my own head, I kind of was just like, I knew what I what I what I felt about it, and um, but if this makes sense or not, like it was weird because. Usually when like when I walked out of uh, Justice League, when I walked out of Suicide Squad, when I walked out of uh, Aquaman, you know, I came out and I went on Facebook and I was like, yo, this movie was fucking dope. I really like this movie, this and that. For some reason with this one, mm-hmm. I felt exactly that. I was like, I don't want to just come out because everybody's already like, oh, this dude, all he is is a DC fan, this and that. Like, I didn't want to yeah. just come out and be like, oh, I fucking liked it, this and that, or give why. I was like, you know what? I just posted like, yo, saw the movie, chill was, I mean, I liked it, mm-hmm. but you know what? I ain't going to tell you guys shit. Everybody go see it for yourself <laughs> I mean, because yeah. it took a minute to process. Like it was, it was a very intense movie for me. Mm-hmm. Um, So like, it was like to break down as the night went by and as the days went by, I kept thinking like I wanted to jump on there and write about it, but I was like, man, but everybody's just going to ride that fucking wave and then I'm going to feel, come off like. Like, I'm riding that wave, and I don't want that, because I know what I'm feeling is authentic to me. Yeah, it's genuine. And But, like, it would be just lost in a barrel of fucking, of oversaturated, like, oh, my God, did you see the Joker movie? I loved it, because they loved it, and we all loved it, and everybody <laughs> should love it. Every time you do that, you sound like Ernie and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I mean, after, like, you coming out of it, that's how I felt not going opening weekend it's because like i i applaud you for not doing that especially when social media these days is just about that it's like just about people posting random shit just to see like likes and things like right i mean i was i was just talking to somebody who said that there was a passing in their family and before the family even found out somebody posted about it online and they were like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And they reached out and found out that it hadn't even been an hour. No. Of passing. Oh, my God. And they didn't even talk to family. They that's just terrible, posted dude. it. And it's like, that's the world that we live in. Like, social media is all about, like, I want to be the first to say this. I want to do this. But it's it's so frustrating. So even with this, I mean, I'm not trying to com- 
compare like death or anything like that. Right. I'm just talking about social media sure. in general. Like that's where we're right. at. Is yeah, no, I feel you 100 on that. on that. Yeah, but back to what I was saying with this, like it was more or less like I the initial wave passed and I was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, everybody was asking, hey, did you see Joker yet? Are you going to go see Joker? Which that was fine. It was when I started, yeah, getting onto social media and seeing this and that, which I mean, cool. Nobody spoiled anything, which that was nice. I mean, in like uh, superhero movie world, it's spoiler after spoiler after spoiler. And that didn't happen this time. It was just more or less everybody wanted to have the same opinion. And I guess that's fine. But this movie is so different that. I mean, people would feel different ways. It wouldn't just be that one initial wave where we, it's like everybody feels that same way. And, I mean, everybody would take something different from it, and that's what bothered me. So uh, Marcy even came up to me a couple times, and she was like, hey, so did you want to go see this? We don't really have anything to do today. Do you want to go see Joker? And I was like, I would much rather just hang out with you and the baby and make dinner. <laughs> like, that, that's that's right. where I was at. And, uh, yeah, so we went to a, a birthday today, and – my mom was out there uh hanging out with the baby and stuff and so i just kind of looked at her i was like she's a good time do you want to see if she'll watch her and so we were fortunate enough to have a babysitter today and just went out and watched it and to be completely honest i wasn't even sure if you guys wanted to do that it's, it wasn't even more or less like oh i got to do it for the, like so we can review i i mean joel even mentioned hey we should talk about this for comics so i thought you guys were gung-ho about talking about different topics sure. but uh i just was in that mode to want to see it which feels weird to actually be like i had to be in the mood for it right but realistically it was i mean let's not lie people shit on dc a lot of even people like who have no opinion who don't even know why shit on dc just because it doesn't say marvel and that was one thing that bothered me and like i i was just like i kind of had to be in the mood for a dc movie this is weird <laughs> right but me personally i had to and i was happy that i was in the mood for it today because uh yeah, I mean, I really did enjoy it. So Joker is, of course, a story about a character who was unnamed prior to. I mean, yeah, we had like little names here and there for different storylines. This one pertained to the name Arthur Fleck. And it's all about this dude's life just leading him down a road to becoming the pinnacle villain of Batman and fucking, DC. let's be honest, DC in general, the Joker. And if you do not know who the Joker is... I don't know who you are. <laughs> right, like, what are you doing? Yeah, welcome to Earth. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Earth is close today. But, um, yeah, so everybody knows the Joker, and this story is about his dive into that persona. And, um, yeah, so without going into, like, too much detail just yet, it, let's just do initial thoughts. And I already mentioned it before, just in case you didn't, Listen, I mean, I know we talked about a lot of football stuff, and nobody likes that, so you guys probably tuned out. <laughs> <It's> on, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, but spoilers are about to happen. Uh, so, yeah, I want to hear what you guys' initial thoughts. Like, how did you feel about it when, like, coming out? Like, what what'd you think? You know, uh, similar to Steve, honestly, when I left the theater, usually I get, like, really amped up. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'll, like, start talking about things to Mary Rose about mm -hmm. what did you think about the movie, and it was so good. I left the theater quiet. Like I didn't. Yeah. I, I just. It was a lot to digest. It's. It's a very. I don't know. It's. It's. It's a very sobering movie. Very gritty and just. It's. Mm -hmm. just, it's. A, there's a lot to take in. Hell yeah. And very artistic <laughs> too. Um, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. It's one movie that I think I won't. I don't personally want to watch it again and again and again. Mm -hmm. I think one or two times is good enough for me. 
not to take away from the movie's quality it's just it's the the context of it is just a lot to have to take in all at once <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh it's an excellent movie it deserves any award that it's uh categorized in and it's it's it needs to be seen by everybody for sure one oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know that was a really poetic way to put that movie I, yeah i liked your words Joel. Uh, yeah i like those words i try sometimes <laughs> so before i even see the movie I had read. I actually was scared of Steve's like post. Like I'm going all the way back to the social media thing. Uh, I was scared because I didn't know what he was going to say. Steve has a reputation on the show for saying a lot. You know, for saying <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying details of stuff. So but I was I'm like, I really, <laughs> I really thought that he might have said something on there. So I, I seen your your post about it. I was like, oh fuck, and I like instantly turned my phone off. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I came back to it after I seen it. I was like, oh, all right. It wasn't it wasn't much of anything. That's what's up. And then, but Pedro had seen this movie. I think uh, oh. Thursday or whatever. He saw the same. He saw the like one of the first showings. Like, yeah. That same day at like four. And he had talked to me, and he was like, hey man, uh, when are you gonna go see it? I said, I think we're gonna see it on Friday. And he's like, all right. He's like, well, oh, man. Get, get you know get ready for some you know get ready and i was like what for and then he's like i'm just telling you man i left that movie depressed <laughs> i was like what? it's heavy isn't yeah, it he, that's what he said it's just like i was like what do you mean and i was like like passion of the christ style or like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, i don't mean to cut you off but no shit did you guys watch that movie and ever realize like did it feel like you didn't have to read the subtitles at some point like it sounded like they were talking English. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. bro, that shit was weird. Because yeah. in the Bible, they talk about how everybody speaks one language, and legit during that movie, I was watching and I was like, I'm not even reading subtitles anymore. Like, what's going on? I think on? it's because you know it was like on? basically of the of the yeah, Bible. Maybe, but still, it was weird. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. Wow, but that, that always like threw me off about that movie. I was like, this shit is powerful. Jim <laughs> Caviezel. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, he tells me that. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I I won't watch that movie again. And I, I bring it up to him again. I was like, is it like Passion of the Christ? I was like, because I'll never watch that movie again. You know, like I seen it the one time and that was, I feel like that was enough for me. Like I didn't need to see all that. Like you don't that was see enough. this dude get beat Yeah, down just again? like, you know, like for th- three hours, I'm, I'm good. It makes you feel like a terrible person yeah, afterwards. I'm just good. I get it, man. I get I mean, it. it. Like, did I'm his job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, is it like that? And he's like, well, no, not really. It's just, dude, I was. And Pedro, even when he's in a bad mood, he's still fucking happy you know so i was like oh for you to get depressed about this shit like what and then there's a funny story is that like it's not true i didn't get depressed during the house of a thousand corpses i was just like fucking dealing with some shit and anxiety kicked in i really had like a panic attack while i was watching that movie he's like if that movie fucked you up this movie's gonna do something to you and then um so he's like telling me all this stuff so before i even seen it i had these thoughts like man what am i in for but like i was telling you guys i was really i knew i was gonna love you know, Joaquin, but I was really looking forward to everything else that was in the movie, the the way it was shot, you know, because I told you that I didn't know what Todd Phillips or like his style was, you know, mm-hmm. and I wanted to I wanted to see if I could pick it out. And there it was shot. There was a lot of really beautiful shots like where I was oh, like, yeah. damn, I wouldn't even thought to have done. Like, all right, for instance, people that seen the movie, you guys know what I'm talking about when he's in the it's a restroom. And the the camera's like panning and spinning around him, mm-hmm. and there's like like lens flare kind of going around. Like that shot was beautiful. Is that when he's dancing? Yeah. Yes, yeah. and it's just beautiful for for not a, you know it's 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 capturing a moment. 
because yeah. there's a there's a reason why he's doing this certain stuff in the, in that in in that area, but it's just it captured it and that the way it was shot made it feel even more raw and more powerful than just having a a straight up shot you know of the face of somebody's face and yeah. stuff and so I was like man that's dope so I was just picking that out throughout the movie while I was watching it um we're just going through initial thoughts yeah I just loved like, it just yeah yeah just I loved it on. like honestly like I loved it I walked out with um. Comparing it to different films and loving the certain things that they did about this film and paying homages to the other films that it's kind of inspired from, and um, but overall, I really loved the movie and I was I was completely satisfied when I was done and it, it left, uh, you know, me wanting more actually. So those are my thoughts. Yeah. All right. So before I jump in here, I'm just gonna say fuck you. I've been hyping the artistic abilities of Todd Phillips for so long, and you take that from me? <laughs> I mean, you gonna take that I mean, part? You wanted his, his opinion. That is true. Like episodes and episodes I've been back. talking about this dude's artistic quality. In yeah, you've been films. saying like he's been doing that with funny movies and like how he shoots certain. Things. And it's true. Oh, you guys are assholes. You well, pull, not you pull, I mean, you pull it from that. No, that, I, know, I know. That specific scene, right? And I guess I haven't gone back to watch Hangover to actually see mm-hmm. the shots that he's done, but it's just like. Like, even when you f- might think as, like, a, a a videographer, if I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, man, that'd be a cool shot and stuff. But there's shots that he's doing that you wouldn't even think that it needed yeah. that. And he does it, and it makes that shot even better. I don't think he has a distinct style that yeah. I could pick out, though. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can tell you uh, a Spielberg film. I could tell you a J.J. Abrams oh, film. Oh, yeah, big time. I could tell you, uh, I don't know, like, any major director, I can figure out like, okay, that's that's their movie. But for his, they're just they're just quality mm-hmm. across the board. But there's no distinct like that is a Todd Phillips e- film. Even even with Zack Snyder, there are oh yeah like Snyder. occurrences where you can pull out like that. Like if I if I didn't know who directed it and I saw a certain or a certain scene, a la like a scene where it's like slow motion and a lot of really beautiful shit is happening. Color palette. Like, oh, this is this got to be Snyder. That would be the tell, but yeah, I mean, his whole his vibe is just right. gorgeous. Yeah, that's, that's all. Like, the, if you are gonna describe it, it's just beautiful shots. That's yep. that's his go to. Yeah, but no, I'm just I'm fucking with you on. But uh, <laughs> um, when you started talking about, it, I was like, man, this asshole's gonna start talking about that. Yeah. That was my thing. Well, that's what I was looking for because I knew yeah. I would like certain things about the movie. I wanted to see what I because I was like Steve. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was loving the movie, right, at yeah. the time. And then I knew that, like, the, the Rotten Tomatoes was starting to fall or whatever, but fuck them. It's like, I wanted to see if I can find things that people weren't talking about. You know, I wanted to pick out shit that people weren't talking about. Because, obvious, the go-to is, yeah, Joaquin was the shit. You know what I mean? Or yeah. just that portrayal was awesome. It's just, I was trying to figure out things that people weren't actually talking about, which is, you know. The beauty. I guess yeah, the, it would be the shots and like certain things or the atmosphere of the movie or like just different things like that. So yeah. No, yeah, I I 100% uh, like agree that when I was watching it, I was let's put it like this, I was very focused on the movie because I wanted to like Joel said, I have been hyping this dude's abilities for a while now. Every time we talked about the Joker, I always threw in the argument that this isn't a Joaquin Phoenix movie. This is a Todd Phillips movie. And after this, I really do hope, as I said prior to, that this becomes a household name. I hope that Todd Phillips jumps up in those rankings to where people 
we'll see his next movie based on merit of his previous films. And right. because realistically, yeah, people saw comedies because it was Tom uh, Todd Phillips. Now I want people who are more educated in film to be like, Todd Phillips is making a new movie. I either want to help produce this or as a viewer, I really want to see this project. And that's, that's what I'm hoping for. But yeah, I, in the theater, I was just like Juan. I wasn't just paying attention to the performances, to the storyline, to everything else. I was paying attention to shots. I was focusing on what he was trying to portray with the camera because that really, like realistically, that is one of your key suggestive points is not what the actors are doing, but how you are framing it, how you are going about capturing the moment. And I mean, yeah, that's one of the main things I was going to bring up was what Juan just brought up. The scene of him dancing was incredible to me like the whole time i was watching i was like oh my god like this is great so uh but yeah so i i completely agree with juan and uh if you did not go in to watch this movie like with open eyes like that i guess and you just wanted to see what the joker movie was i would say revisit it because you there's so much more payoff at least how i feel i feel like if i was just watching it just to watch it it would still be really good but I feel I got a better payoff, like more bang for my buck because I was trying to see his art. I was looking at it as the eyes of somebody in a gallery. I wanted to see what he wanted to show me. Because, I mean, realistically, if you're a director, you're focusing on, like, this is how I want to show you it for these reasons. So, um, But, no, I like I said, I just came out of watching it. And, um, uh, I mean, I, I agree. There's... I don't think anybody should realistically say that they didn't enjoy the movie. I, I don't want to say everybody has to love it, but it was a, it was a damn good movie. It it did its job and it did it very well. Now I will up the ante and say that I am one of those people who did love this movie, and it was. I mean that that was pretty much sold from the moment I heard Joaquin Phoenix signed on for it, but realistically everything combined together made me love this film so. so just a thought that came across my mind mm -hmm. with as far as directors compared to other mediums like writers or or i don't know even musicians right mm -hmm. so movies and television they're all a very visual medium and so you've got trailers to get you interested in what the product is right yeah for me at least when i hear about a writer or an artist that i really like that's mm -hmm. making something new I don't have to see or hear or know anything about it before I'm signed on. Like uh, Scott Snyder, anything from that guy, count me in. Mm -hmm. Charles Soule, count me in. Uh, Ryan K. Vaughn, count me in. I don't care what it is, I want it. But for... Meyer. What, who is that? Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Any of those writers, count me in. But for TV and movies, mm -hmm. it's so weird because we have to see the trailer before we make an opinion about something. Oh, there's a couple of people where I'm just like, yeah, like Quentin Tarantino makes something, I'm like, fucking show me. So, yeah, so that, if that's you were, true. If you were in a, like a, a black box yep. and someone says, hey, there's a new Tarantino movie coming out, you can't know what it's about, you can't see any clips or scenes from it, nothing. It's just, you gotta watch it or you don't. That shit right there makes me excited. Yeah. Like, not even knowing nothing and just saying, hey, we're gonna sit you in this theater yeah. And we're just going <laughs> to hit play, and you got to watch this shit. Yeah, that makes me even more excited to know that there's 
There's no details. <laughs> so Joel, dating dating back to before you you were a mainstay on the show, we actually had a very vivid discussion of wh- how we want movies to have a limit of one trailer, if that. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, me and Juan are like all all in that core. <laughs> but yeah, there are, there's okay. a couple people that are like that, like J.J. Abrams. I would yeah. love to see if you said, like, and I guess this is like a subtext, but if you were just go J.J. Abrams monster movie, okay. Like I need nothing else. You just, you just, you. Just, you that's all I needed. You've never had it to where somebody was like, "Hey, uh, did you see? Or so and so is making this new movie. I'm gonna go see it tonight. Do you want to go?" And you just well, like jumped on. The- not just for not not for me personally. Like I I am kind of in that realm too, where like certain directors, I'm like, you know, good, good, good. Uh, but for the overall general public, though, it's not that way. Oh yeah, no, not at, at all. all. And e- I feel like- even even comics is bleeding that way, dude. There are so many times. In this day and age where they will release a five-page spread of issue one of a new series, or they'll at least show a a full-page layout just so they can see the artwork and see what they're going for. People are very much getting into that visual state where they need it in front of them. Right. Uh, e- even, um, I, I can't even really say in this day and age. Well, I can and can't because when I was younger, when I was a kid, I would buy comics a lot of the times based on cover and I'd sure. be like, Oh, does that look cool? But I mean, I, I do see where you're coming from. Like a lot of people are getting more like with movies. Yeah. You, you need to see what's happening and people need to know what's going on. But yeah, like almost try it before you buy it mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense. So I hope that with Todd Phillips in this movie and it being so beautifully done and, and just so well written and mm-hmm. acted that it puts him into a realm where, people will just sign on for him because yeah, that's, it's I, him. that's what i, I want that's what i, I think it for. will i mean like for me i like me as well i love the movie and i love but I, what i loved about it as much as like like rudy you go more like how you said like you appreciated more the director aspect of it and everything whereas like me when i walked into it i was like all right exactly what version of this dude are they going to do are they going to do their own version or are they going to take bits and pieces of of other ones because how they when they came in they were like it's a standalone it's going to be you know joaquin phoenix you're like all right um sometimes i get nervous when like super good actors are casted to do certain things because you know it's like are they going to overact it are they gonna are they gonna like i don't know i just like when i walked into this one I was like, I was hyped for it, but at the same time, I was scared for it. But the way the movie laid itself out, it, it gave me like a, like the scenery, like the way he filmed it, to me felt like something like Heat, like the movie Heat or like Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. just that cinematography, like that grittiness, that that darkness to it, and then the overall acting. But like the the thing that got me the most was like the Arthur Fleck. I just kept referring back to the killing joke. Just the the look of him, mm-hmm. the way he was like, the guy before he turned to the Joker and the Killing Joke looked nothing like he was gonna be. What the Joker ended up being, you know what I mean? Yeah, his like, life and like, the way he presented himself didn't really foreshadow what he would become. Yeah, you know, and like that's what I really most enjoyed about it was I was like, oh, like this dude, is really a good guy. Like he wants to be good. He wants to be a great person and. And all I kept thinking for the most part was like how it was so killing jokeish about like just bad days will push a motherfucker to be 
the ultimate you know worst that he can be you know and that really hit when he when he ends up and he says it one time in the thing i had a bad day yeah and he walks off and right there i was like god dang it these dudes killed it like i just i appreciated that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like of the character himself being like one of if not my favorite as villain um in comic books so for me the movie was it was it was what i wanted to see and um i just think when i walked out of there with like like he said he walked out quiet we walked out and we looked at each other and he was just like what's up i was like <laughs> pretty fucking crazy right and he's like yeah it's, just, <laughs> I was, it's a I lot just, to take in i just looked at i was like fucking intense he's like yep and we didn't even say no we're like all right bye and just like <laughs> fucking took off but walking out of that theater everybody was quiet mm-hmm. I don't know how your screening was. One person walked out of the theater in ours. Oh, yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Walked out and was mumbling some stupid shit as he was, because I was like literally at the seat right like next to the door. Two thirds of the way through the movie. And he walked out and then his, like the girl that he was with it, like he will, he left the chick sitting there and then she Dang got it. up and walked out. But it, when, so was it a fight or was it movie? Based? No, it was movie. He was walking out and he's like, I don't understand what kind of shit I'm seeing right now. He's like, he was mumbling that to himself, I swear, as he was walking <laughs> out and they left and then about, Five minutes later, they both walked back in and went to their seats. I think that was huh. part of the problem with the initial crowds for the first couple of days, at least, was they went in expecting it to be a movie about the Joker, a comic book-based movie, mm-hmm. and it was far, far, far from anything comic book-oriented. I mean, it had like the backdrop of Gotham mm-hmm. and some characters within that realm, but that's basically it. Yeah, and I mean, as as much as it, yeah, it didn't, it didn't. Um it wasn't inclusive with comic book realities and stuff. I appreciated the tone and the vibe of this movie because it projects so much more of what comic books are. Yes. Comic books come with a stigmatism of people that just believe that, I mean, look, look at look at the cover of X-Men Adventures number one. It's super bright. It's super vibrant. It is a lot of heroes coming to save the day. Junk food for the mind. Yeah. Bubblegum comics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, given that's, okay, that is based off the the cartoon, and I think that's a Toys R Us exclusive, right, Juan? Like, it came with the toys? Actually, don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, I understand that it's, it's probably a little bit more campy than most things, but comic books are so much more than that. Yeah. And that's what I really enjoyed about this. I mean, we even had this discussion last week about how smaller branded comics and uh publishers are getting more light and the reason i like that is because it's bringing more attention to the art form that is comics every comic doesn't involve a hero coming to save the day a lot of comics showcase characters who are and i i just saw this argument about this dude who said that dc characters aren't relatable and this like he complete marvel fanboy he got demolished in the comments bro i was so happy because i was about to go in I had like that was the most fun I've had reading comment or comments <laughs> in a long time, but people are so stuck in that mindset that it's just always when is the hero gonna save the day? But a lot of comics are it doesn't go that way. It 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 showcases life as it is intended to be, and life is a lot of the times a tragedy. A tragedy, whether it's you know what's going on in somebody's life uh, at that moment in time or you don't. I mean, people can be. As they say in this movie, putting on a happy, happy face, face and projecting George. themselves as something that they really aren't 
deep down in their core at the moment. Just like and, that. Like every time you see a bad atrocity or crime, like a a kid go shoot something or somebody do something, yeah, what do they say? Their neighbor says, he was always just a nice kid. Exactly. I never ever saw him. I never thought he would do that. And, and that that's, that's one thing that I... I, I appreciated about this film is because it brought that portion of comics into what is now, I guess, reality. Because to a lot of people, movies based on comics are the reality of what comics are. Sure. So it, it brought that that forefront of comics to their consciousness, to their reality. And now people are going to understand, okay, this is like far more advanced than what I'm letting it on to right. me. And I, I mean, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I mean, like the the way Steve just said, this movie felt like heat. It felt like Goodfellas. It it felt like all these old classic, like almost gangsterish movies. Yeah. Scorsese worked on this. He I produced mean, he it. He's a producer, so he has yeah. a, he has a lot of say on this. He was supposed to direct this and handed it to Todd Phillips, which that is awesome. I mean, that alone should let people be like, hey, this is fucking hype. Pay attention to this dude. Yeah. Scorsese says he's like, I have full faith into this dude to the point to where I'm going to fucking executive produce this man's movie. Like yep. that in its own is awesome. But Scorsese has been under a lot of heat right now. <laughs> you know, in the frying pan right now because he made a comment about everybody's favorite MCU films. And he said that. These these movies feel like amusement parks. He's right. wrong. And no, I I agree. I, totally I, I, I think he's looking at at it as a very close minded projection of this. But based off of the movie that he helped create just now, it is leaps and bounds, like beyond anything that I've seen from there. I mean, from any any label really. He this, helped create one of the best comic book movies yes, ever. <laughs> yes, I mean, uh, Sony did great with yeah. Logan, too. Oh, sure. But he, he came up with something on that level, if not surpassing. Right. And so I, I understand, like, I can see why he would be closed-minded knowing what he was working on, but that that's what people need to open up their mind, as well as he needs to with the MCU, and see it for what it is, because it is still beautiful storytelling. Yeah. Uh, delete Ragnarok. It is beautiful storytelling, oh, <laughs> and they do a great job at it. As to where, I mean, people now see, okay, this can be very grounded, very not even grounded. I mean, comics are still grounded. People just don't give them that respect. And I, I think this movie did that. I think this movie is going to be that part where people are like, "Holy shit, this is I don't, great!" I don't, I don't think that this movie necessarily is going to change the comic movies genre. Oh no, I don't think so at all. Well, just because no, I think they're it, gonna it, keep making their Avengers and shit like that. Oh, yeah, but. no, people aren't gonna take uh, like anything from this and put it in their playbook. I just, I just think it's well, it's the different. It's it's a villain, right? But it's yeah. really his story internally and externally. You see, you really. It's up to you to judge what's real in the movie and what's not real in the movie. Like mm-hmm. the whole movie could be a sham. Well, you know, in itself, like it could hold. It could be just what he projects. Yeah. You know, as as a story, and that's that's something that's that you can make gritty and dark because it really is. Is like you ever been picked on? Like, um, I don't know if it happens to everybody. I'm assuming it does. Like, let's say middle school, right? Every, yeah, everybody's had right. A like you go through that phase where like people are like they, they somebody drops the worst joke, right? And everybody finds it funny, and you're just like, man, that wasn't even that like good a joke, but like it fucking hurts because you know 
everybody's laughing at you. No, right? you can do is mock their Yeah, life. there's nothing that worry. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. You're just sitting there and taking it and shit. And I feel like that your personal feelings with that, whatever that situation is, is completely different from the twenty or thirty people that were laughing in on the joke, right? They're they're mm-hmm. in on their own joke where you're dealing with everything else and that's what kind of movie you're watching. Whereas you can't really do that with these that's why I get pissed off with the, the, the comments of all oh, their music park and stuff. It's like a singularity. That's we're focused on one character here, mm-hmm. right? And that those movies were set up to be a universe. You knew you were gonna have multiple characters. You weren't focused on one character. So that's why I get pissed off when I read, Oh, this is an amusement park. There's there's two different they're two different um like genres. They're yeah. like completely different types of films and that's why I'm saying with, with this movie I don't think it necessarily will translate into different movies being as gritty and dark because it's within this person's own, um, his own reality. You know what I mean? And that's why it works so well because it's what you're dealing with whatever he's thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you're going well, through the ride with I, him. I was speaking on more or less the consumer. I, I was I was talking based on like people. I I mean, this is being received very well by everybody. And one thing we know is if critics say, hey, you should enjoy this movie, half the population is going to say, hey, I should fucking enjoy that movie. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm saying based off the consumer is the fact that now I really do hope that people can appreciate something that is different, that is out yeah. of the ordinary, that they're not used to. I, I really hope that that brings that form of education to somebody's mindset. I, no, I agree. That, that's what I hope for. No, I, I don't. I don't want this to... Um, reset a playbook in any form like i i i don't think the dceu should be extended from this you know i don't think in any mind i don't think that well i think it does change things because i think that like you go to see a marvel movie i automatically know that it's a family film it's fun it's Mm -hmm bright it's gonna it's like the cover it's bright it's gonna pop it's gonna be good effects it's funny whatever you go to see the dcu films you're like all right i'm in for a little bit more of a you know like it's my acquired taste like that's what i want but with this one it's like okay it like it or not it's still a comic book movie yeah but it changes things in a dynamic that they can they can really bring someone out like imagine um the the cartoon uh fuck what is it the the Batman cartoon with Freeze yeah, yeah the but oh, the movie uh, about Sub-Zero. Freeze Sub Zero right yeah. now imagine Good that stuff. imagine Todd Phillips doing the Joker shit to that because mm-hmm. he can because now that you've done this to the Joker you can do that all these characters come well, from some shitty pain you you do you do know what they announced right with what so this isn't uh, they they already said that this will not be part of the DCU continuity. Yeah. This is their black, black label. label. Yeah. So yeah, we can see this from. I mean, look look at Black Label right now. Uh, so for those of you that aren't familiar with comics, and I just want to throw this out there, we in no form are trying to shit on people that don't read comics. Everybody has their their fandom, and that's that's completely fine. We're just people who are invested in multiple, um, some more than others. And like when we say like, oh, people should do this. I'm just I'm speaking to the people who are so focused on their way of being right that they're ignorant towards understanding that there are comics out there and there are people who understand those. 
Now, so when I when I say, oh, well, for the people who don't read comics, and I'm going to explain something to you, I'm not trying to, like, come at you and be rude. I'm not trying to say, oh, get your shit, like, fix your life, fucker. I'm not <laughs> trying to, like, you know, throw you under the bus or make you feel unincluded or uninvited to this conversation. We want you in this conversation. That, that's why we're doing this. That's why we have these discussions is because we want people to hopefully push you to reading this stuff because that's why we love this stuff. I mean... If you are somebody, which a lot of people have these days, have gone to a Comic-Con, it is a family. I, I'm not even going to say brotherhood, which back in the day, it was a brotherhood because oh, yeah. if there was a girl, they, they felt very uncomfortable at Comic-Con. <laughs> but now it is a complete family event where not even you just take your family, you are family when you're there. I mean, we've yeah. met so many people at even just our local Comic-Con, even spanning out to Detroit, who are so close to us now. I mean, fuck. Matt Rodriguez, uh, Curtis Armstrong. These guys are like core members of our unit now because of this. And we are trying to get people interested in maybe picking up a comic book. So when, when I, when any of us discuss this, we're not trying to make you feel unincluded or anything like that, or make you feel like you're you're below or I I don't know, whatever, whatever your mind, like people who are taking it the wrong way. We're not trying to do that. We're just trying to like tell you, okay, you we're probably throwing out this shit that you don't understand because if I didn't read comic books and they're talking about black label, I wouldn't know what it is. So back to what I was saying, black label is a adult themed comic line. And this isn't something that is spanning the universe and they're uh, including everything. They put out a comic book called Batman damned and it is a very adult themed it has Bat Dick, the first appearance of Bat, Bat Dick. Bat Wang. <laughs> like, it's very uh, just family or, or not family. It was the first appearance of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I'm Nicole with fucking, oh, yeah. with fucking Game, of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. It's a family video. <laughs> no, uh, it's a adult theme. That's what I was trying to say. Sorry, I'm saying a lot of stuff. But um, it's adult theme. Now we're getting something called Harleen, which it is a story of Harley Quinn. And it is very, again, adult themed. Now, translating over to films, Black Label is going to become w- like what Steve was just saying. The, these are going to take on characters that, yeah, we'll probably see in the DCEU, but it's showing, it's going to showcase versions of them that is more realistic. That but is are more, existent. Yeah that, yeah, that are existent. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, Freeze could be something dope. I, I we were just discussing uh, Jonah Hill dropping out of the Riddler and how we thought, hey, he would have been a better well, penguin. Copplepot would be an amazing, amazing Black Label film, yeah. and people are currently fan casting Brian Cranston, the man who should have been Lex Luthor, in oh, yeah. right in a movie that somebody made a thick as fan poster that just says Luther. Yeah, and oh yeah. my god, I got chills because when I first saw it. I was half asleep. It was one of my like 4 a.m. bottle feeding sessions, and I opened up Instagram and I saw it. and I was like, "Oh my god, yes, it's so cool!" But I later found out that it was a fan edit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was so happy. But, but like when he says you don't think it changes the scape of the comic book thing, the reason I say that is because when we walked out of that movie, Jamie was like, "Jamie doesn't wa- read comic books. Yeah. This is very educated in the shit at all." He's like, easy, bro. That's your fiance. I am telling you, it's just what it is. It's one hundred. She just looked at me and she's like, "That's weird, cause like you just don't think like 
the Joker being like something like that. Like, do you think he would do crazy things like that? And I'm like, oh, okay. So, worse. yeah. So, so I'm like, in, so like I'm telling, him, I'm like, in the books, the Joker has taken a baby and thrown it in the air, and when the girl went to grab him, shot the girl and left her there to die and dropped the baby. Um, he is some some dude. He took a guy in one of the books where uh, he was throwing money at Harley Quinn, talking shit to her, and he skinned him alive. And had his whole his whole body sitting there, the skin talking shit to him. I'm like, they get really creepy in some of these books, but this is their way of doing that. And she's like, that they can do that in comic books. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And she's like, and that's what they're doing with these movies. I'm like, yeah. She's like, that's not no like. Oh, uh, what she said? <laughs> she said, oh, she's like, that's not no uh, Captain Marvel type of shit. I was like, well, of course it ain't. I was like, that's not you know like. She's a different character. Yeah, but I mean, like, to somebody who has no knowledge, you know, she's like, she mm. even said, she's like, well, that's just a whole kind of different comic book kind of movie, then, right? Mm. I'm like, exactly. That's what it is to me. Like, you can there's that black label. Like they just said, they Warner Brothers themselves now is campaigning to have Michael Keaton as. Uh, Bruce Wayne for a, a a movie called Just Beyond the Batman Beyond movie. They're oh, like, yeah, they're I literally I literally cry. saw that and it came from um comic book the the uh it's like the, the it's a really dependable source. Com. Yeah, comicbook.com. Mm -hmm. They're like uh for those of you who have been calling for it, it's actually a thing now. Warner Brothers is now uh with the success of Joker calling on Michael Keaton to reprise his role as Batman if in If anybody knows anything this motherfucker is still saying I'm Batman Hell yeah. on the set of Homecoming. So, yeah, it's not going to take many phone calls. That makes me excited. No, I don't think that um, this movie will redefine comic book movies. I do think it was a statement piece for DC oh, saying, yeah. look what we can do. This is what we want to do going forward. And I, we had a conversation before recording all about the new Batman movie mm -hmm. and how every new piece of content they're releasing as far as info has us more and more excited about the movie. I think you're going to see DC finally, finally show their style and show what kind of they want to put out. And I think that Joker was that starting point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, so just to get things more, I guess, uh, focused on something. With this movie, do you guys, one, like, how, how do you feel about his portrayal? Did he do the character correctly? And two, was the story of this movie the right one? I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. I've got lots of thoughts on this too. So. Okay, so his portrayal of the character. Do do I think he did a good job? Is that the question? Yeah, like uh, uh, like an actor. Like his, yeah, just let me know. Like okay, uh, what did you think of his his uh, Joker? What, I just this? I want to preface this by saying there are people that don't like this movie. There are actually hey, Juan, some, real, real quick. Yeah, can I get some uh, claps in the in the audio? Clap, clap. claps. Just some nope. claps. No. <laughs> the claps. cheering, bro. You have the cheering. <laughs> Press the button, man. Oh, I thought you wanted, like, real claps. So Joel has won. I'm so happy. His Daredevil issue oh, eight. Oh, you want So, <laughs> yeah, I've been eyeballing this entire recording. Sorry, guys. It's a breaking. It says. That's awesome, dude. I'm sorry. I'm fucking, yeah. I stopped the episode, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm excited for you. My goal is to get every comic from Daredevil ever. 
ever. And uh, the earlier ones from the 60s are super expensive and super hard to get good quality versions of. And number eight, there's nothing special as far as like, it's a first appearance for a couple of things, but nothing like special special. But the quality of the comic was really, really good. And it was overall a low price point. So I was pretty yeah. happy to get nice. it for the price I paid. So, yeah. Congrats, man. We're, Thank you. We're happy Thank for you. you. A badass. And see, if you if you do not collect comics, I mean, that's that's an insight to it. That's Yeah. It brings you joy. Oh, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Juan. Sorry, I just I just thought that was pretty cool. What was I saying? <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. Were you at? Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. I was going to preface it. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm prefacing that saying that... Well, I don't even remember what I was talking about, to be honest. We were talking about his take on the Joker. The take on the Joker. Like, what did you think? What were your... Oh, I said that there was people that actually did not like this movie because of his take, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying this beforehand. There are people that we know, um, maybe even people that are listening to this right now, that did not like the take of Joaquin Phoenix to portray the Joker. And I think there's a couple reasons behind this before I say I loved it. Personally, but that's because I can see and I am cool with multiple different versions of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are. And like Steve has said beforehand when we have recorded some of these episodes, Steve has said that even the Joker has said that the, that his origin, he would like his origin to be more of a multiple choice where you it's it's any number of things that made him become the Joker, right? And so... The story arc of how he, how it became, you know, how we st- we still, I feel like we're still not even there yet, right? Like this is just it's it's the tip of the iceberg, right? By the end of the movie, that's how I felt for the character. I didn't feel like he was full on Joker, but at the end of the movie, he was embracing that like I this is what I am type of deal, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. So. That, I was cool with it. That's so I loved that part of the movie, and I have nothing to say about that. And I loved his portrayal about the movie. I walked away thinking, like, awesome, that's tight. Like, I can see. I felt like all the shit that he was going through. I could see how this could fuck somebody up. You know what I mean? You're already at the brink, and you're already not. And it wasn't that he wasn't. I could. I love the angle that they played as far as like the mental health thing, right? Yeah. It's like they say. Or the thing that he wrote down was like, people want you to act like you don't have, like you, like you don't like. Having a mental illness, even though you have one, you have to be normal, quote-unquote normal, right? They want you to pretend like you're normal. But the reality yeah. is is that you're normal without the medications, right? Like, that's the way he was trying to see it is that, like, you are normal. It's just you get these medications. You try to get help to to make you the, the, the status quo of, of normal, you know? And, and I felt like that was the whole thing that he was struggling with throughout the movie is, like, I want to be a good person. I want to... I want to do this. I want to help my mom. I want to do this. I want to, you know, even when he said that during that, um, that like inside his mind when he's on the, what's the that Murray? Disney? Yes. And he's on that show. Murray and it, Franklin. The, and it's, it's his projection of what he sees himself as. Right. Somebody that, that was here to make everybody smile. Right. That's his projection. And it's like, that's a straight projection to have. Right. Like, like I, that's not there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. it's just like he gets beat down so much that he's just like, well, fuck. Like, it, it, yeah. Not only that, he just doesn't. He honestly doesn't have the tools to accomplish that goal, right? Because like, like people said, like his, his mom even said, you have to be funny. <laughs> and as as mean as that was, like he he just didn't have 
he didn't what he he, he was like Midoriya's mom most. for a minute. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have what. He, yeah, exactly. He was just <laughs> like Midoriya. He didn't have what he oh, yeah. wanted most in yeah. the world, and that was to be funny. He didn't have it in him to do that. Which yeah, yeah. dude, right, that so the whole. And I don't want to eat into all your guys' shit. The the biggest thing for me was the laughing, <laughs> like the the la- oh, the God. way they put that into the story, where mm-hmm. it was his, it was a mechanism, right? Yep. That made him just like he couldn't control it, and it was at the worst and times was, possible. But it was painful. But it was yeah, it was painful because it was like he didn't want to. He didn't want to laugh. He wanted to, either a he was trying to tell a joke or b he he wanted to help, when he was in the subway car. He was he he. he he didn't, didn't know what to say to the, you know, to make them stop because he knew it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know what to say. And when they were actually trying to, you know, when they start fucking with him, he wants to tell him like, "Hey, man, like, you know, like, no, this is." And they start they keep I have fucking a condition, with him. Yeah. yeah. And I love that part of the movie because I was like, man, that's so, like, down. To, that's like a down to earth, real fucking shit. Like the, to have not just it be uh, toxic gas or nauseous, whatever the gas is, the laughing gas. Well, with him, it was just fucking Ace Chemical. <laughs> yeah, well, well, well even the, just like the laughing gas and just yeah. like making everybody else laugh. I loved how it was just that was it. It was just it was the condition, mm-hmm. you know. And then they played off of that and shit. That was it was like built into the mythos. Like I could see how that would become part of his mythos in that world where like you know he doesn't have that. So even if he's out there, he doesn't control. He can't control himself when he does it. So people will be like, "This motherfucker's crazy. He's just laughing all the right. time." Well, yeah. e- even when he at the end, he really embraces it instead of fighting it anymore. He stops oh, taking the, his pills yep, and he yep. becomes more himself. Yep. Like even uh, so, I mean, we have warned you many times. This is gonna have spoilers. Uh, when he kills his mom, he tells her, "You told me I was sick." Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm not," and he he kills her. But if you pay attention during those moments, he's more. I don't want to say regular because people yeah. get offended that like I'm. I get it. He's he's mentally ill, but it was almost like the um, pills and the medications that he was on. I mean, he was on seven of them. Clouded the what he was. They really added thinking. three more, so he was on ten. So after that moment, he seemed more versed. He could complete sentences. He could actually be himself, and I thought that was really cool because it was almost like he said it wasn't a disease. He was just fighting off what he really was. It's because everybody else's portrayal of him was it, that it was a disease. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like why the fuck are you laughing? You know what's so funny? But it's why aren't you? That's that's me. Yeah, <laughs> like that's me. Like it's me. I that's I can't help that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I loved about the movie. So I'm I'm gonna leave it at that. You guys can you right, know, I, pick I, it apart. I, I need to clap these chicks next because I I gotta go off. I got I I can smack off what Juan just said. Okay. So. With Juan discussing, uh, like, people having problems with the portrayal and everything, I, I'm right there with Juan. I love this movie because it wasn't about the Joker. This movie was about... um, How much more? Well, it was about Fleck becoming him. Yeah. This movie was all about him. And, yeah, I mean, you might not like what he was because it wasn't like we said it wasn't comic book accurate this wasn't supposed to be comic book accurate this was supposed to be todd phillips looking at a character think about i mean this is a horrible horrible example this this movie is doing this right but think about when that dude way back when was like 
I like the characters Romeo and Juliet. I'm going to put them in something. And then we get John Leguizamo spinning around shooting pistols. You guys remember that? Yeah. Hey, I, yeah. I, I, so, isn't that movie yeah. pretty good, though? I, it, I mean, it's got Leo in it, so probably. It might be good. But it's actually I just, right. yeah. I remember that scene, and I was like, this is fucking weird. It was weird, but though. I think, like, this is that same thing. This guy liked this character, and he was like, I could do something with that. So, yeah, he made him somebody completely different by, yeah, becoming Arthur Fleck. He created Arthur Fleck who became the Joker. And like Steve said, there are different versions of said character, whether it's in comic, animation, movies, everything. And he portrayed a very amazing character who was Arthur Fleck and became the Joker. So, yeah, you can't really just say, I didn't like how he portrayed the Joker. Most of the time he wasn't. Wasn't the Joker, yeah. yeah he became the Joker when he found out Murray was making fun of him. I think he and became that, the Joker. I mean, not to go on, but I think he became the Joker when he got them papers. You see, I, that was still, still to me, that was still dissent. That was still him realizing this isn't me because that was really the final point of destroying his... Arthur Fleck. Yeah, of, like his own take on himself. Like That's, that's like somebody showing me a picture in saying this is who you are you actually have this life over here and this family blah 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 and that would completely destroy who i am in my own mindset really quick um this is the thing this is another thing that i love about this movie is that you can personally there's so many different points to pick from Mm -hmm. where you think that's where he kind of dropped in that's where it was you know like this is the spot yeah so i want to go around and like ask like so Steve, you said when he got the papers, that's when you think that he became. That's the start of his beat. Like that's when. No, but when, like, when was the when, point yeah. when you were like he's the Joker? Oh, like when he, when he was just like, all right. No, like we're not saying what in the movie. It's it's up to the the audience. So in your mind, when when were you in the movie? What scene did you see? Like, did you focus on and say he's the Joker? When he was walking after he uh, let the midget go. Man, bro, that's fucked up. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, after after he let the after yeah, he let the midget go and Damn, bro. and what the little guy. I mean, I've, I've heard people say both. Right. Midget, small man. There want to be a word for it. Um, and anyway, he walk when he turns into the um, when he goes into the elevator and he turns around mm-hmm. and that look. It's like at that point he had like right there at that moment. He was just like, to me, he already had that. Like, he just killed that dude. He let the little dude go, and he just got into the elevator, all clowned out, all, like, mm-hmm. done. So, to me, at that moment, when he turned around, that wicked-ass grin he had when he was, just, like, putting that cigarette in his mouth was mm-hmm. like, yo, like, he's the fucking Joker at that point right there. He's, he knows it. You know that was the first appearance that we saw of him, too, during the Guess Who trailer where he plays uh laughing in the background oh really when he does that smile well, yeah when he turns around and it shows all the stuff oh yeah, yeah that was oh, that's bro. right mm-hmm. yep uh joel what about you what was your what was the scene where you were like he is the joker oh it goes against all my thoughts in the movie but um <laughs> i've got a lot of thoughts okay but anyway uh joker-esque no like the when joker you, yeah, when was when he you the joker in your mind during the movie when were you like he's he's he's, he's the joker he's there's no more the arthur joker. fleck he is the joker when was that moment, Joel? Okay, well, first of all, I don't think he is the Joker. Joel, we'll, we'll touch on, on that later. <laughs> anyway. If we have time, bro, we're yeah. already pretty deep. Let's go. Sorry. Um, 
I would say the bathroom scene with Thomas Wayne. Around okay. that time frame. Okay. Yeah. For me for me it was when he was on when he was on the cop car. And like he actually Oh like, at the end. Like yeah, but that's not the end end, but yeah, right there. Like, like near that's, the end. That that's where that's where I seen the Joker. Okay. See, yeah, I that's that was my first initial thought. But my yeah, my my thing was the during the Murray show when he finally shoots him because uh, up till then he was still questioning everything. Get what you deserve. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was still questioning everything to the point to where his joke was going to be killing himself. Like he wanted, show. yeah, he wanted yeah. his death to make more sense than his life, which was and, the killing joke. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he he was going to tell yeah tell the killing joke, but. It was at that moment when he realized, like, you invited me on here to make fun of me. And when he killed him, that's when I, like, to me, it was him, instead of realizing he didn't have to kill himself, he could kill this guy in broad daylight and become what he wants to be. And then at that point, that's when he rushed the camera and he was dancing and he started grabbing the camera and he was going to talk into it. And they cut him off. off. (laughs) So to me, that's when he really channeled everything and was like it was almost like killing robert de niro killed arthur fleck because he, he he really took that from his joke and made him the punchline shout out Texas that Driver. fucking kill shot though what oh, that dude, fucking kill yeah. shot yeah, dude, dude yeah dude, <laughs> the sound the sound whoever did the sound for that particular shot <laughs> dude, all of it bro when he was slapping his head into that no mirror? i'm just saying for that gunshot oh. Oh, the yeah. thud of the gunshot and even just the sound collective, it was like, it felt real. Like, in the theater, everything was fucking dead quiet. <laughs> and that gunshot goes off. And it's just, it felt like a fucking real gunshot. I don't know, something about it. Just whoever the hit shot, you know, hands off, you know, head off to you. Because <laughs> that shit sounded real as fuck. Yeah, but so uh, that, um, I wanted to go back to, did you get your point already, Rudy? Because well, I, I, I wanted to touch back on one more thing that you were that you mentioned. So you mentioned how they took the sickness, his disorder how he handed that card i thought that was like to me legit i had feelings of like something that was adorable about that because it was heartbreaking like Mm he he legit couldn't help himself and i mean you see that shit i i was just having discussion with marcy on the way to drop off scarlet about this guy who i've i don't know him but he's been around town since i worked at red robin when i was 17 years old and he just drinks and drinks and drinks. And he has dog tags. You can tell he does not work. He gets disability and stuff. Sure. And to this day, every time I see him, he is hammered. And people just shrug it off. And they like people when I used to work there would make fun of him. I sat there and I've had a conversation with him before. And it was heartbreaking. So to see that actually portrayed. I mean, this movie is almost even like a PSA. As much as the guy becomes yeah. what people don't want to become, he becomes that. But in the beginning, it is a, it's a public service announcement for people to understand, like, you, I mean, he even tells Thomas Wayne that, like, what is wrong with you? Why can you be that way? So when I saw him do that and the way he covered his mouth and he pulled that card out, mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't have to do that. Right. But to make people comfortable, he had a card laminated. And he handed it to her to make her feel more comfortable when she was being an asshole. Like, that that hurt me watching that scene. Like, I was like, that is so fucked up, but real. Like, it was, it, it, it hurt more because it was so real. And that, that, to me, that was just completely fucked up. But the 
realistic take on that, and Juan can Juan can attest to this shit. That is such a believable sickness. Because when we were kids, Juan and Sana, uh, my parents used to do this thing where they would call me the golden child. And Juan and Sana would whoop my ass. Oh, no. They would just beat the hell out of me. Not, okay, it wasn't, like, abusive. Right, this but dude. <laughs> but still, like, they would hit me. And Juan's even said it before to me. I would laugh. Every time, like, even to this day, when I hurt myself, I crack up. Oh. And Juan and Sana, when we were kids, I would laugh at them while they were hitting me. And I would, right, Juan, I would just start cracking up while you guys were beating me up. Yeah, you still do it. Yeah, see? And so, like, to to me, that fucking hit home hard because I was like, holy shit, that is realistic. Like, I do that. I uncontrollably laugh when I would get hurt with stuff. So, to me, I was like, that that's fucking weird. <laughs> but I love the fact that they did go with that instead of, like Steve said, like, laughing gas and stuff and <laughs> everything. But, no, I, I really did like that scene. So, yeah, I loved his take on the Joker. Um, to me, he really broke apart from the everybody comparing him to Heath Ledger, which, I mean, you guys know I've spoke on that and said I hate that. I hated that they gave people a reason to do that, and I think they did so good on creating something far different. I went home and watched The Dark Knight. Did you? The, the same day, right afterwards, we watched that, and it's like apples and oranges. Yeah. They're yeah. so different. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... Dark Knight Joker is more comic book accurate, mm-hmm. more comic booky, I guess you could say. And, yeah, I would and stick just, away from that word. <laughs> yeah, not, 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 not accurate. Just he's he's more like you get the sense that he is that. Im- he's a comic book. He's already yeah, descended. He's, very he's much. Are, But if you were saying about the Joker wise, like Ledger's has already like descended yeah, into already, embracing. Mm-hmm. He's been that. You know, he's been saved from the cop car already. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What were you gonna, Juan? You were gonna jump in on oh, something and no, with Joel, like yeah, we didn't give Joel his due for. His uh, thoughts on the portrayal. Oh and no, I can go on for like an hour. On well, that, I want to know like what, what, are your, what are your like bullet points? Because I know you got some stuff about like. Okay. I, I, I even want to trail into that like him not being the actual Joker. I don't think he is. Like somebody that encourages. Well, hey, before we do all that, let, let, we should wrap up the actual review so this way we can, I guess, cut off when we need to. Sure. So this way, it's. I mean. We don't want to have a review longer than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing out of ten, or what are we doing here? Huh? Oh no, no, no. So I, after that, I, I just, I really wanted to, uh, like we, yeah, we already asked about like the Joker. How did you guys feel about him? And like the storyline, did you guys feel that that, like, was was that a completion for you? Oh, you mean like, can they do more with it? Not, not only that, like the movie, like start to finish. Was that like how how did you feel about the just the entirety? Like to me, the movie I think did its job in like oh yeah I agree a, like the greatest fashion that you could ask somebody to, and I I was concerned about that I I really was there were there were parts oh man dude I got <laughs> fucking mad <laughs> when. I was under the belief that this motherfucker was Batman's brother. brother? Oh, oh yeah. man, dude. It was like fucking He-Man 2000X and Skeletor's He-Man's brother. Oh, dude. I, was <laughs> like, I actually wasn't He-Man, mad. Bro. I wasn't mad at all. I was oh, like, wow, dude. they're really going to change up everything in this movie. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was about to start punching things. Like, I was pissed. But then I, like, I legit had to talk myself down. Like, I was like, all right, breathe, Rudy. Like, 
let this play out. It's going to be something different. But even if it and wasn't, like, shouldn't that be something? That's the. I think that's the problem, too, is that all these people that go in with this movie, we've said this already, that they went to go see a Joker movie. What they mm-hmm. thought was going to be joke, like a Joker movie, right? Like, yeah. based on the trailers, based on everything else. And the fact that, like, when they did bring that up, oh, yeah, you could be whatever the fuck, because... It, okay, and they didn't even okay. They didn't even say that it's not possible. They didn't close that out in the movie. I don't know if you guys. I've got know some that. bullet points on that too. Yeah, because they didn't. Yeah. They, they they there's still that card with like the initials on it, and they didn't legitimately close it out. They just kind of left it. Maybe they, they showcase an adoption. Yeah, look. but they did yeah. not. I've got I've got thoughts on that. Okay, so there you go. All right, but yeah. they did not. You motherfuckers have all the rabbit holes to go. I'm saying that they <laughs> no, did not close educated out. rabbit holes. Yeah, they didn't close out a, a couple things, and I like that they didn't do that because they left this movie open ended for interpretation. Yeah, that's I, true. I ran out of breath. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I'm saying like that's why I love about this movie. But like with you saying the whole thing that pissed you off, that's like. That's everybody's, I guess, stigma going into these movies is that they have a certain way that they want these characters, you know, depicted. And to have it be changed on you, that throws all your shit off. But in reality, would it have really thrown off everything else if he was the brother to Bruce Wayne? That's just another story you've never heard before. I'm just going off of that shit never works. Like, Wolverine, when he was Sabretooth's brother, (laughs) was dumb. That was terrible. Directing no, and everything, I, though. I, I mean, I get that, but come on. If the movie was good, that still, to me, would be dumb. I mean, I'm following the scent because he's my brother and I want him dead. Yeah, that's stupid, like, though. But, like, no, like, I, I hated that. Like, I already mentioned He Man and Skeletor. It's just, you don't take things and just, I, I, I don't know. To me, that's like, that's too easy. That is way but, too easy of a storyline to create. I did and feel that same way. Well, yeah, so when I, that's why I was mad because I was like, oh, dude, I had such high hopes and this is too like it was. I mean, this stuff is almost borderline predictable. Like when somebody has an arch nemesis and it is my evil yeah. cousin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking hillbilly cousin of mine, my evil twin. Like, I mean, shit, take, even take it from that. It is the world's best-selling book. It is God and the Devil. It is just, it's been told over and over. So to me, it would have been too easy. It had been holding down a little kid and shooting him in the head because you're all powerful. It's it's just, it makes no sense. Not only that, so, this dude would have been the 90 or yeah. something. <laughs> Batman was like prime. Yeah. Right, no exactly. Way. So it just, to me, I, I that's why I didn't like it because it's too easy and that, that movie didn't deserve too easy it deserved what it became and that's really when they dig into the diagnosis that you're sick because your mom's sick like and that that's why when that happened i was like oh my god this is so yeah. I, I was uh, i felt relief but i wasn't against it i i would say like i did have some like like all right i was good i was like all right i'm going with it Take me wherever you want to go, cause I'm I'm good. I'm already here. Let's just see where this goes. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I fell into it like a fucking novella for a second. Like when <laughs> when he's reading the fucking letter, and all of a sudden, right as Jamie, I grabbed her, I was like, <gasps> she's like, what? I was like, he's fucking Batman's brother. And she's like, <laughs> she looked at it, she's like, what? And I was like, and then I kept watching, and then when I was, and then when it got to that point where like the abuse thing, I was like, oh, 
oh, fuck <laughs> me. Wow, that's I didn't I can't I can't even honestly tell you if I was with it or against it because I was just so fucking like. What? <laughs> and you guys know why? You can ask Marcy this. I compared it to Kane and the Undertaker. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> nice. That's how bad I was. I was like, this is like fucking when Kane was the Undertaker's brother, and it made no sense. Yeah. Like, I was so pissed, dude. Like I legit was talking in her ear during that part because I was so mad. Bitch, get up! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I yeah, it it was. Uh, I mean, it it became better. It became great what they what they did with that portion of right. it. And yo, we got Alfred. Yeah. We got fucking yeah. Alfred in this movie. <laughs> Did we a little fat chubby oh, Alfred? Yeah. <laughs> Did we though? Hey, he looks more like Bruce Wayne than fucking Titans. <laughs> <Bruce Wayne>, <laughs> That's Alfred. <laughs> no, I mean yeah, he got choked out, but <laughs> oh, yeah. that was Alfred. That made me so happy. Yeah. What did, what did he get? Because he goes up to Bruce, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Alfred!" <laughs> like oh, I was so excited when that shit happened. So, I mean, there there are so many little things about this movie. That made it great. I mean, whether it was seeing Zorro on the Monarch. Zorro the Gay yeah. Blade. Yeah, the Gay Blade. Yeah. Yeah, you know, my mom and dad used to watch that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, so say something like a sissy boy. <laughs> something like a sissy boy. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, whether it was seeing Zorro on the Monarch Theater, uh, seeing fucking Crime Alley. Yeah. That, that, that was crazy, mm-hmm. too. Um, there was so much shit that made this movie great. And, I mean, what what was your guys' one scene like don't think about the whole movie think right now what was the scene that you loved i love the uh the nod to ledger like the homage that they gave him because that scene was really dope as far as like in the cop car in the cop car oh yeah when he's when he's just looking out and he's admiring everything that's being done like the chaos he looked creepy exactly that was when i was like holy shit like when he smiled it looked like they did something to his face. <laughs> like I, I don't know if it was just like the way I saw it, but his face looked demonic when he smiled. It was yeah. like the shadow. It just looked creepy. It, so yeah, I, I love that. I, too, do, I love that that part because just in that moment when they're like, "Shut up, creep!" When he's laughing, they're like, "Shut up, creep!" This is all because of you. And he's like, "Yeah, it's freak." Yeah, freak. And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, isn't it beautiful?" <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the the edits where people put Ledger driving the car? Oh no! <laughs> no so if you like that scene because of I that, homage, that you gotta out. look that up. It's so good. What are you, Joel? Uh, the scene where he's sneaking into the theater. To confront Thomas Ooh, Wayne, yeah, but not like the actual confrontation. The like the actual contrast of what's going on on outside compared to inside. So outside, it's all riots and people are angry and they're burning things and there's there's just all this anger out there. And then you cut to a scene of all these rich people sitting inside, oh, cool. watching ob- Charlie Chaplin, <laughs> oblivious to it all, right, laughing yeah. to Charlie Chaplin. It's just mm-hmm. that that contrast is what really hooked me. That was yeah, that was yeah. fucking amazing. What about you, one? So I liked the homage they gave to um, Robert De Niro for Taxi Driver. Like this movie, I'm not sure. If you, have you guys seen that movie? Yeah, I have not. Okay, so you told us. Or, this, I don't know who was all here. Sorry. This Sorry. movie is not. I don't want to say it's similar, but it it, it kind of is. Like it has tones of Taxi Driver. Scorsese. Um. So <laughs> it's about a guy descending and whatever right. else. But I'm not gonna. You, you should go watch it. It's like one of his most iconic roles. Uh, but the fact that they had him in this movie to play the opposing, what he was against in that movie, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he was playing the opposite, the opposition, and I loved that. 
So my favorite scene is him actually getting blown away. That's like <laughs> as like a full circle type of deal. If you watch Taxi Driver, watching it to see him be on the other side, you know, of the glass versus being the guy that was actually doing it. Can I tell you one thing that disappointed me? What's that? We didn't get a top down scene. Oh, what from the uh, like? A sh- I I was expecting straight up homage because that's that stuff. That's Where, like that's deep shit that a lot of people didn't understand what you're talking about. Okay, but that scene is so iconic. The top down. Yeah. So I I was waiting for that. Like when he was uh, dancing, mm-hmm. I was like, I'll oh, show it, show it. And it didn't happen. <laughs> I was like, fuck, <laughs> like, I was so bad. But yeah, no, that's that shit was like it, I throughout the I was so satisfied with. The full circle, and then him actually getting, like, his due. Like, you know what I mean? Like, after watching him get beat up and fucking pushed around the whole fucking movie, and then finally taking, and this sounds terrible, but I mean, like, finally taking, like. Took the power. He, yeah, he had, like, he took, a, he took a stand for himself, you know what I mean? And in the, the most horrendous type of way, but it was fulfilling to me to see, like, yes, finally victory for yeah, I was actually cheering for a villain. That's like what was going on. So yeah, that was my thing. All right, so my favorite scene of this movie actually happened in the very beginning of the movie. So I loved. I mean, I I think they wanted you to love this scene too. Just the way it looked was the uh, the title screen when he gets hit yeah. by the sign and he gets stomped on. When he's laying there in the alleyway, and it's, like, the shot is so gorgeous. Like, the way they focus on him and pull out, and you can see the kids running in the background Mm. away from him. Because, to me, that was him introducing the first step into insanity. The first step into him becoming what he is. And all I kept thinking was Crime Alley. Because uh, Bruce, when he watches his parents die, I mean that's that's all you can think. Whenever somebody talks about Batman and oh yeah, it's this billionaire's parents died, you instantly think of the alley. You think because that's that's where they died. You think of the alley. You think of the pearls. That's what you think of. So when I saw him laying there, that's when I was like, this is his beginning to his journey. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of people don't understand. Bruce Wayne didn't be come batman when he was a kid like i always hear jokes about that like oh yeah it's about this kid who starts fighting crime because his parents are dead no he that's when he becomes woke (laughs) that's when he like starts looking at things at a different angle than most people in this world and he sees it as world is fucked up and i can only do so much within the constraints of the law but i have all this money and i can do something bigger i can become better so he puts himself through all this rigorous training, yeah, and everything. training and everything to become the fucking wrecking ball that is Batman, and it takes years. That's why it doesn't go fucking first panel walks out of the theater, second panel parents dead, third panel I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it, it skips until he's eighteen, twenty, whatever they want to show in their storyline, and it's Batman Year One. Yep. It takes time to become that. So when I saw that, that's instantly what I thought of. I was like, this is it. This is the point where he becomes the man who's breaking Arthur Fleck to, to become Joker. And when at the ending, when he sat there 
and he's laughing and it's his sickness and the lady's like why are you laughing i like that because she's ignorant she i mean she's a fucking psychiatrist for like you know that's that part right there to me was the the only time he genuinely like laughs and it's the best part because what does he tell her? He's like, oh, I just yeah. thought of a joke. And that, that, that's what I'm saying, because he, like, it showed, okay, his movement hasn't really done much. The world is still fucked. So it shows, okay, there's more need for someone like that. But when he starts laughing and he says, I, I thought of a joke, and she's like, tell it to me. And it shows Bruce standing there with the parents, parents' blood coming out. And he says, "You, yeah, he like Steve said, he says, you wouldn't get it. And it's because... I mean, as much as his character doesn't know, the consumer, the viewer understands this is his journey. This is where he becomes the kid who breaks Bruce Wayne and becomes the bat. So that opening scene to me was so fucking powerful. Like, mm. just just being the fucking Batman fan that I am yeah. and understanding the mythos and everything... When I saw that, that was instantly what I thought. And when they showcased him at the end and said that, I was like, yes. That's, I have a couple questions. Great. Did he kill the girl? Zazie? Not at the end. Not at the end. Zazie Beats? Oh, yeah. Zazie? That, that, I don't, that we don't know. know. That, that, that is the one thing that I, I was very, like really left on the fence with. And that's what I like. Because, yeah, you could take that into like your own consideration and be like, all right, well, let's break down the facts and see like what he really wanted. Like, did he just want that one last person almost to say bye to in hopes that she would save him? say, tell me about your day. Right. Cause he told her I had a bad day. I he, he, it was like, he went out there reaching for something and she said, please leave, leave my house. No, <laughs> I don't think he killed her. Yeah, I, I personally don't think either. Cause he, he didn't have the blood. Well, he, <laughs> He killed his mother for for basically lying to him and mm-hmm. being terrible, yeah. and he killed that because he got him fired. Because he got him fired, but he saved the, 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 the small man. Politically correct. Is that really what that is? is? That really like a term that we can't say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's really? kind of uh, culturally insensitive. Hey, I'm Mexican too. If y'all don't know, um, <laughs> so that was he, Joel. <laughs> He uh, he saves that guy yeah. because he was nice to him. Mm-hmm. I think he would save her because she was nice to him originally as well. Yeah, in the, and not in the only elevator. that, I, I, w- I would like to believe that he, at that moment, because that's when he knows I'm sick. Right. I, I would hope to believe at that moment he pieced everything together and was like, he wasn't there with me. But she didn't do anything wrong. He scared her. That's, I mean, so, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I would like to believe that he didn't kill her on the facts that, I mean, just like he let the small man out, he understood you didn't do anything to hurt me. You were nice. <laughs> you, were, you, were always, you were always nice to me. Yeah. That shit made me jump. Legit when he went, ah! Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Scissors? I know. When he... I told him he could leave? He could leave. Hey, go ahead. Oh. I'm not going to hurt you. Dude, I know that. He couldn't reach so the, couldn't reach the lock. <laughs> yeah. He was like, Ar- Arthur. <laughs> he goes, no. I fucking jumped. Like, yeah, I jumped I, out I of my seat. I thought his ass was going to die. Like, I was like, why else would he lock something the smaller guy couldn't reach? Like, I was like, this is so fucked. Like... That's what I was like. He's going to be Rob Zombie Michael Myers. He doesn't give a fuck. When he, he's going to kill anything. When he but opened yeah, when the he, door, but then, like, turned and shut it again, like, after he unlocked it, and that yeah. little dude was sitting there, I was like, oh, damn. And then he's like, you're the only one that's nice to me. And kissed him and let him yeah, go. I was like, when he, when oh, he shit. Him, I was like, that's dumb. Like, that's cool. 
Uh, well, yeah. Did he kill the psychiatrist? I believe so. I, no. I believe he did. And the the reason, we, so we talked about this a little bit. The reason I believe so is because, yeah, he had blood on his feet, which, yeah, that could be something in his own mental state. But he was walking around freely, and when he got caught, somebody chased him. Yeah. So why would a psychiatrist let a patient out unattended? Yeah. So he had to have killed her to get out the way he was. Because why would she be like, oh, you're free to go? And then some random asshole's like, get in your cage! <laughs> my, my argument to that is um, the actual background that you see him running around in. That hospital looks immaculate, mm-hmm. flawless, bright white, nothing wrong with it, perfect, right? Mm-hmm. That's the exact opposite of what everything else in the movie has been shown. No, I, I understand that, but like to counteract that, that is how he sees crime. That is how he sees really a fucked up world in his state now. He loves, uh, I mean, the Joker thrives on killing people. The, the Joker thrives on a broken world. So, yeah, to us, Gotham would look like shit, but to him, it looks like a kingdom. He's the, crown, he's the clown prince of Gotham. And on top of that, I would like to think that like that Arkham right there was still fairly like wasn't that old, you know what I mean? Like, but we, we did see the inside though once with uh, Tyree Henry. Which shout out to Tyree Henry, that the dude guy was, in the uh, the cage. Come on, man! No, give it back, he, dude. He portrayed so many emotions <laughs> in that like what? He was scene. on screen for like three minutes. You can see him being all creeped out and Bro, stuff. I love and this dude. <laughs> I love and like like he's a, he, so he was he's, he's the from son? Atlanta. <laughs> But I'm so excited that he has a main role in Eternals. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we're going to see more of him. But, uh, yeah, so we did see the inside of it. But that's the way, like, because, yeah, I understand that, like, it was clean and it's not supposed to look like that. But to a psychopath, it would look that way. There's a movie called uh, Voices with Ryan Reynolds. And he's a schizo. And he takes these pills and in his mind, like, he has, like, this the best life in the world. He does all this and that. And when he's off of them, when he's, like, or when he's on them, when he's normal, he looks around and his house is trashed. There's, like, uh, like body parts places. There are, <laughs> like, trash piles everywhere. But when he's, like, taking or off of his uh, meds, it's, like, opposite. It's clean. It's immaculate. He loves everything it even shows him like cleaning stuff and putting stuff away and organizing so to me that feels like that's how he would be because no psychopath would see things as they were they would see them how they want to perceive them and if he likes sanity and filth to that that's going to be godly to him i i think we're in the, the agreement that it's not the real gotham that it's like in his mind right uh, yeah, I, I I agree that like the way he sees it isn't perceived by the rest of the people. So the guard okay. chasing him, it doesn't look like that at well, all. But there's a reason that guard's there. He wouldn't. He's not gonna imagine people chasing him for no reason. I guess for me, I, I when I see that scene, I think it's too surreal looking. It's too. It's just not. It's not natural looking. Mm-hmm. I think it's how he wishes the next moment could be. He wants to kill this person in an escape, and he wants to have fun and be chased around, and, and that's just what you're seeing is what his his will, his wish for that to happen. That's why it's so surreal looking and so just, like, immaculate and, and kind of comical, and the, 
the footprints are perfectly shaped on as far as like his foot. It's but perfectly that, red all the way around, and then yeah. Like, but even at that, there are, there are steps that like bleed, like that, like well, slide and stuff. I, I mean, I see you guys like diving into it, but like just for somebody watching it without thinking about any of that, to me, I just look at it and I'm like, he killed that lady. He's just strolling out like the Joker would, mm-hmm. fix his little flower or whatever if he had a suit on and just walk out. Then he gets there, and then the dude starts chasing him, and that's like comical. Like he's like, ha 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 ha, and yeah. he's just like running, running from the dude. Like whatever, catch me. So I, to me, that's what it was more of a like a, like a, yeah, not off to the Joker, just being the Joker at that mm-hmm. point. Like, I, I guess, I guess the argument you're using reminds me too much of, and I woke up and the zombies never existed. Like it, it it's like if with that thought process you can. You could put him in a padded cell forever, and none of this could have happened. He could have been in Arkham since he was a kid. Well, and like, and to me, that that is that's too unthought, like thought through. It's it's like, especially with somebody like Scorsese helping you and like letting you piggyback their genius and stuff. You would want more into a scene. You would want people to like this deep dive into it. But when you put it in that tough of constraints it does become that it fades out into another scene and a guy is looking into a padded cell and he's sitting there acting all this stuff out well see i think my argument is is that for the movie in in general is Mm -hmm. that i think a lot of things that in the movie there were in the movie did happen but i think there were also very much a lot of things (laughs) in the movie that they showed that did not happen or they happened but they were in a different way um than how the how you watch it in the film um, I think that I don't know. I got a lot of thoughts on this movie. I don't want to dig in too hard because it's gonna probably spend another half yeah. hour. Honorable mention. What about the fucking the final face that paint? Was, yeah, that was good. That's, that's why. A, that's why I was like, I was on the fence with Juan, the like, un, like understanding when he really became him. Because yeah, when he did that, that was like, that was a moment. In that itself. was just cool as shit to see, yeah, right? Like that, that's that's why I took it. That's why I took the the shooting of him is the death of Arthur Fleck. Yeah, but yeah, that scene where he makes that smile is just fucking terrifying. Juan, what the fuck are you looking at? I'm looking at zombie <laughs> beats. Yeah. yeah, from here all I can see is her smile and her huh. teeth. Those motherfuckers are like super big. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just reading into like uh, unanswered questions to see if there was something that we missed to conduct and talk about. Oh, okay. That the Zoro shit. So, just Juan, came what based off those two arguments, where would you lean? I well, I'm like with Steve. Like, I just took it for what it was, a mm-hmm. one for one. He walked off with blood all over his feet, and she wasn't the nicest person to him anyway. She gave him that grain of truth of like, hey, look, they don't give a shit about you. No, uh, that was a different lady. You sure? Yeah. I thought that was the same lady. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. This lady was dressed all types oh, so of nice. Oh, so she just... Really? <laughs> this was... Yeah, that's why I okay. said... That's why I said when when he said you wouldn't understand, that scene was so powerful because understanding he is the Joker, understanding that he has mental health and all this shit, understanding that she has the paperwork showing that he laughs uncontrollably and he can't, like, he can't do anything about it and she still says, what's so funny? She's just an asshole. She's just somebody there to get paid, and that's what made that scene so powerful because it, it's I everybody. I thought she was the same lady, to be no, honest. No, that's t- so, oh, that's one <laughs> of my arguments. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's the other argument that, mm-hmm. that I had with that, too, was the lady that, she, that, she's, that, that he's talking to, mm-hmm. uh, almost identical to the lady that he talks to in the first part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, black lady, 
short hair, um, older, older. But nice. the biggest differences were the one at the end was much more well kept, watch mm-hmm. much m- like this nicer, presentable, maybe even a little bit prettier. Um, and the one in the beginning was not. Yeah. Very, it's the very opposite of that. So I think that that was all just his. I don't know, his imagination. That last scene was all his imagination. But see, again, to me, she, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. The way he sees the world isn't the way we're going to see it. I, I wholeheartedly, compl- like, that is the truth. That's that's what they were doing. But with that, he sees her this way. She could look just like the other girl, but no matter what in his eyes, she's going to look clean. She's going to look like somebody he wants in his kingdom. Because, like, I mean, I'm going right back to the clown prince of Gotham. The reason they call him that is because Gotham is his kingdom. And a kingdom isn't trash. A kingdom isn't filth like what Gotham is. It's going to be a kingdom for royalty. And that's what he is in Gotham. So in his mind, yeah, even the guy chasing him, all white. So yep. it's, it, it has nothing to do with the, the people. It has everything to do with him seeing them that way. So, yeah, uh as Arthur Fleck, yeah, he saw her for what she was. He saw his psychiatrist who was just, you know, I mean, she looked like she was just an everyday person. She wore clothes that she bought probably not the, the day before for the day that they were worn in. She looked tired. She looked like she had enough of everything. And this next lady wasn't through the eyes of Arthur Fleck. <laughs> through this the was through the, the eyes of Joker. So he sees her. How he, I mean, why do you think the Joker's always suited up? He, I mean, he's known for his iconic vest and his penguin suit because that's what he is. He's royalty. He is a clown prince. Yeah, he's a clown prince. So, yeah, he's going to see everything clean as can be. But they, they were completely different people loved- because one thing that won't change is realistically the dialogue in the scenario. He didn't create a scenario because he wasn't doing that just yet because Arthur Fleck didn't want her to go away. He was concerned about where his pills were going to come from. So he didn't create the idea that she got fired. She did get fired. So it wasn't the same person. I don't know. I guess that's what the beauty of this movie is, is the fact that it's Every, open, open to everybody. so just deep. And that's, it's, and it's, it's so, I guess, to the core of what Joker is. It's so... Like an uh, onion. So many layers. Uh, well, well, think, think about that. it like, like this. You can't really put a pin on what the Joker is all the way. Like, who, exactly. who he is. That's why you're, not, you're never supposed to. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing with this movie is you're, not also, you're also not supposed to either. Like, he doesn't like, like... Like, in a world where you're always trying to make somebody, no matter what, you're always gonna try to make someone see, like, your opinion in a way. Like, when, you know, so when he says... When she's like, what's so funny? And he's like, you wouldn't get it. He doesn't even bother to try to explain it to her. Yeah. He knows, like, <laughs> he, nah, I don't need to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to me, that's kind of like a kind of like a, a crazy other little statement in itself of like, yo, like, I don't, I don't need you to understand it. This shit's fucking hilarious to me. Because I know, you know, like, he knows what's going on. And he knows that no matter what, she'll never understand it. Never give a fuck about his opinion. So just, why bother? Like, yeah, just like when I mean, I'm, I'm sure she sees Arkham for what it is, like trash. Right. But to him, he fucking loves Arkham. That's home. I mean, in in comics and the games, he fucking breaks into that motherfucker <laughs> because he wants to be home. Like that. That's how real it is. So yeah, he he understands that they're on different mindsets. Like yeah, like how Steve said, you wouldn't get it. All right. So do you think this is the real Joker, an inspiration for the real Joker? 
not the real Joker. Uh, I think this is self-contained, and I think this is Todd Phillips's Joker. I there, yeah. there, 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 could, there could be nothing else for it. The whole movie was completely contained in the most perfect way possible. That's that's where I was like when I went into it, like I went into it thinking there was never going to be anything else, like no part two, no. I knew he wasn't going to be in the DCEU or none. So to I was, me, I feel like it was it. That's why I, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I think that's why I love the movie. Start, middle, finish mm-hmm. to me, and it's like boom. I don't go out thinking like. Oh, I hope he fights Robert Pattinson. I hope that this, you know, yeah, I'm like, no, yo, like I this is just done. That. I feel like in in that world, he was a Joker. Okay, um, I I have mixed emotions with this. I like Rudy says. I think it's a self-contained thing, right? But even Joaquin has come out and said, "Yeah, I'll do another one." Jesus like, Christ! Well, he, he said he wants to do. A, he said I will work oh. on any project with Todd Phillips. Yes, but Todd Phillips and even him saying that he would be down they to have do ideas a sequel. for another one. Yeah, and so the thing is for me is that we've talked about this and we haven't even hit on it yet. But we talked about this way back when Cole was here. We asked the question: Is this going to be a one-off or not? Because there was still time. This is at the time. I where, thought they said it was just like a concrete Leto one-off. Was going to be was still supposed to be. Joker, and this was supposed to just be something else, and there was talks of either Joaquin or Leonardo, and our question was, well, let's say they do really well, case in point in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they going to do? And a lot of people were saying, well, well you know, we'll, they'll stick to what they were going to do, but the reality is, is that money talks, dude, and this movie is on pace to be the highest grossing rated R movie of all time. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, it's 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 a money game. You know what I mean? There there are artists that are like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do the second one, but when it comes to money, it's like you're in the game for money too. It's not you know what I mean like right. you're still trying to make some money and if it was that well done, you can still do there's there's two things. You don't have to do a continuation story where it's years later, he's well established. It could be year 1 the Joker. You know what I mean? Like where he's fucking setting up shit, right? I, I guess that's the, the way you can go with it. But it's just, I think personally that he is the Joker for the universe, right? Mm-hmm. I think that it's not a long shot to, to think that he is an inspiration for somebody that, like copycats, right? You've seen it, like there's this picture that's right here. Well, I mean, think about it. The guy who killed the Waynes was already a copycat. Yeah, he was wearing the same mask, was he not? Yeah, and yep. he was going off the motive. Cause everybody was going off that one man's motive. Even before they knew he was Joker, uh, they killed those – well, they fucked those cops up because they saw people of power hurting the smaller man. So they took what – I mean, why the riots were created, because somebody took uh, – like made harm against the powerful. and They were like, we need to stand up. So realistically, that guy already was a copycat. Yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying. I mean, like the Joker, like oh, a yeah, Joker, no, I, mm-hmm. like the Joker, yeah. or whatever. But um, so yeah, that's just that's just a thought. I I like how they left that too. I I would be cool if this movie was it was a one and done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I'd be I'd be cool with it. And also, I wouldn't mind seeing more. It's like I'm whatever they decide to do. I'm I'm cool at this point. I have no like negative feelings of like ah oh, shit I don't want to see anymore you'll ruin it because honestly I don't think you if you put as much time and effort and thought into the next oh yeah whatever you're going to do mm-hmm. it's going to be just as good you know what I mean like you you can keep it contained in a smaller 
it doesn't have to be this this huge open world type of deal. It just needs to be like how they did with this. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically his thoughts and his journey into his own down spiral and then uplifting into what he perceives to be what he wants to be. You know what I mean? And you can do that again in a second movie and be self-contained. It doesn't have to be everything in Gotham, you know, how how is it all affected now that that this guy exists, you know? So for me, I'm cool with it either way they go, but like I said, I think he is the real Joker within this within this universe or whatever. Yeah. What what I was going to say is I I mean, first off, I would be willing to bet money that he will have nothing to do with uh Robert Pattinson because oh, no. the the fact is the director has put so much energy, effort, and anything for somebody to come in and say, hey, look, this movie did really good. You got to include it. He he will not do it, and he will step away from the project just the way that Ben Affleck did. I mean, these guys are – he is so set in stone in what he wants and what he believes in. He's not going to let somebody do that, and I know Warner Brothers isn't dumb enough to do that. They have something moving that they need to keep on track, and trying to mash two things won't work. Now, I could see them doing something because, I mean, like we said, this is Black Label. They could do uh, – we, we've talked about before. We just we would love to see movies from the eyes of villains. It would be really cool to see a Sinister Six movie where uh, Spider-Man's kind of the bad guy in their eyes. We would love to see a Batman rogues thing where Batman is a fucking demon, like where they don't know what this thing is. And this could be that. I mean, like people are talking about, Luther. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix could definitely come back and be a agent of chaos that Lex Luthor pays to free and wreak havoc. I mean, the, there are so many ways to bring him back. But, yeah, I the way I should say it is I don't see him bleeding over into the bigger picture of Aquaman and all that shit. It just doesn't make sense. Do you guys think there'll be a sequel to this movie? To this one exactly? To this to this movie. The to this be. universe. I, I think there will be a sequel to the universe because there is a black label, but I don't think Joker 2 will happen. No. I think he, we could see him in somebody else's thing. But yeah, I, I, I'm not fully sold that Joaquin Phoenix is done as the Joker. That, that's how I'll put it. Mm. I don't, I mean I don't know man. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't want it to be done. I I do. That shit was yeah. so good. It, like, was, it was it doesn't but it doesn't that's the thing is that it doesn't change that movie. I think it would. It yeah, doesn't it would. though. It doesn't. I think if you no no cuz I think if you make a sequel with him in it and it's another Joker movie. So you mean it, it gives wait. it gives finality to the first movie and gives it, it makes that ambiguity of the first movie not so ambiguous anymore. I guess, but like, let's say in like, uh, did part three of the turtles fuck up the first one? Oh, but it put a stain in the name. No, it did. Yeah, I dude. mean, the turtles three sucks. You could just <laughs> I, say I, turtles yeah, three sucks. That, I'm just saying it. It created that. But doesn't change the fact that I love part one. No, it it doesn't. But I'm just saying it's still. If it's somebody's a- like, oh man, the old school turtles were so much better than the the new ones. There's always that argument. Turtles three. Yeah, well, yeah you're it's, right. And it's fucking it up. I mean, it's uh, there's no coming back. They took that queen. Let me ask you this: 
Does a Joker sequel need to be made? Th that's a good question. No. Oh. And that's that's your that's that's right right there. But does rain need to fall from the sky? The message. The movie was so well. No, I, know, I, know, I, know, I, yeah. no, I got you. Uh, it, it's all up in, in Warner Brothers and DC's. You know, I, I, now, I, so I we'll have see. faith now. As, I mean, like we said, they're doing phenomenal, phenomenal fucking work with Batman. I think I can have enough faith with this new CEO to be like they're understanding. Matt Reeves, yeah, I was pissed at Matt Reeves. This dude took the best Batman and scared him away. This, I mean, Joss Whedon really started all that motion. I would say about 60% is Joss Whedon, but Matt Reeves <laughs> took that final nail to the coffin and said, sorry, Ben, you're done. Like, he didn't want to even work with him. Ben Affleck's trilogy sound fucking dope. Like, just sound amazing. But we're not getting that. And I was, I mean, I was pissed. I, I'll say it. I've, I've said it. I didn't want to see a Matt Reeves universe, but now the more and more I hear about it, I'm just Looks like, good. this is amazing. And the fact that I wasn't mad that Glitter Boy is Batman it says something. Right. I mean, you, you start building faith into these people, just like how you brought up earlier. Would you see a movie based solely on the merit of the director? Yeah, that was Django. That was <laughs> Glorious Bastards. Uh. It, it just that's how it works it you you build faith into these people and he is i mean i'm getting a lot of faith into him now so like, I, I i i don't know you know like this movie to me did something that some movies haven't done in a long time like you know i go and i see like um you know you see fucking infinity war you see end game you see like all all these good i mean i love those movies you know I, I would be a liar if i didn't say i didn't love those movies all the marvel movies even the dceu movies whatever but this movie left a mark on me as far as like i could like joe said you don't want to go and watch it all the time but i guarantee you a few years from now if i'm sitting there and it comes on tv again It'll be like a Rocky Balboa movie for me. Like, I'll watch it when it comes on eventually. Like, right now, I just love, like, leaving it where it was at. Mm. But eventually in time, it'll be one of those where I'm flipping through the channel and I'm like, oh, shit, Joker's on. I've been late to work without even realizing it because, like, I would wake up or whatever my schedule was and I'm getting ready and then I turn TV on. Like, oh, I got about 45 minutes before I got to leave. And then Rocky's on. Yeah, because there's... And I'll start watching it and then I'm just like... Oh shit! Oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, that shit was dope. Man, I love that movie. God, oh fuck. Hey, uh, I'm gonna be about. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm late. I'll be. I'll be right there. Bye. Like, and I feel like that will be that. Like, I put that movie in a category that I haven't put a movie in a category in fucking years. Bro, there are always things that you don't know you want to revisit until you revisit them. Right. And this is definitely one of them because yeah, it's fucking depressing it's it is it's a very powerful movie and it should be but yeah it's it's something that i don't want to watch and it's different than saying endgame like i i know we said this uh a few weeks back that's that's different like endgame yeah. was just i i did watch it but i i was fast forwarding the shit this isn't going to be one of those things. Yeah, I'm going to want to see every moment of this movie. So when I say there's things that you don't want to revisit, there are things you legit don't want to revisit. And there are things that you don't know you want to until you do.
Yeah, I think that's legit. what this is gonna be. So I mean, I just think that it did its job. A movie to me is supposed to make you question and feel things. You know, like you watch it for entertainment value, but like a real movie makes you walk away with something like questioning something or or feeling a certain way. Like every time I watch Goodfellas or or fucking Casino or even um Blood and Blood Out or American Me, something like there was some some part of it that I was like drawn to that I could relate to or felt or something in there or related to some way. And I'm not saying because this movie's psychotic, like I relate to it in that way, but like the the uh the empathy and for a certain character or or the question of like, damn, am I am I wrong for feeling like you yeah, you should have fucking shot them fuckers. I would have shot them fuckers for fucking with me like that, you know, like he was protecting himself. <laughs> exactly, you know, In but Texas, like, they would love that. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know, like that's making a lot of people question that. People are like, oh, well, that was so so brutal. Like, yo, like you can, Terminator has a bigger body count than anything else. Like, <laughs> that was so brutal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like to me, I think that movie, like for for the first time in a while, like as far as cinematic, I'll say cinematic experience. I think that movie to me was a cinematic experience. You yeah, know I was what I mean? Thinking, like a modern cinematic experience for me. Uh, I was thinking about Marvel movies while we were going over all this and discussing it. And I just thought Marvel movies are, they've done a good job doing it, but they are almost like the adult equivalent of Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Where they're, they're very, <laughs> and I, and I love Saturday morning cartoons. I love Marvel movies too, mm-hmm. but it's like, DC has taken something with Joker and said you don't have to have a Saturday morning cartoon for the DC universe. You can have for a comic book anime. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I sometimes love, you see Cowboy Bebop, you know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I love serialized. You know, you know what's gonna happen next kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And that's what Marvel movies are: is what's gonna happen next. I want to build that universe and keep on continuing the story. And this is not what that movie was, and I think it surprised a lot of people. And it, it's very much one of those movies that is like a staple in, in cinematic history, I think. It's one of those movies that you're going to compare to The Godfather. You're going to compare to, um, I don't know, Goodfellas or any great movie out there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in that realm. And I don't think that there are many Marvel movies that can be compared that way. Not to say that Marvel movies are bad, but I, they're different. I think you said what... Scorsese meant, meant in to the say? most perfect way. Because really yeah, I, I don't think that as much as I didn't agree with him, it's because the way he phrased it. it. That they weren't but cinema. You're exactly right. It, that anybody like people are allowed to have their opinions. And this dude has done more for cinema than any fanboy will ever do by critiquing a movie. And he he's allowed to say certain things. But yeah, yeah, what he said that was pushing it too far. That he was saying like there is no soul in this and that. At least that's how people took it. He didn't right. personally say those words, but that's how people took it. He, they took it like he was just shitting on everything. And he even said he said people enjoy rides, people enjoy amusement parks, but like pretty much you you sometimes want a lot of meat, like you want extra. And to say like it's a cartoon, like the Saturday morning cartoons. Those have heart. They do. A lot of them a used lot to, of it. especially yeah, when yeah. you were a kid. It, it it hit home. Oh yeah. And I, I think you, I think you did that perfectly, and I completely agree, one hundred percent. 
that was amazing way to put it. Oh, yeah. Scorsese needs to come to you. Can we get PR. the clap button? Can we get the clap button? I think things and then I say them. There we go. I love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I before we close out, I just want to ask this: Did this version is this the version to beat now? Are we doing that? No. Again? Are we doing that? I just I just want to know what you guys think. It's because like, every everybody like jumped to Ledger when the movie came out, and I just want to know what you guys think. Because my answer is no, but you guys already know that I was never one to say Ledger's to you had to beat Ledger. And when it comes to portraying roles, I don't think that's a thing. I, I don't think you can do it with this movie. I, I don't think you do that with any movie. But I, think I don't think everybody has their own spin. Yeah, on it. but not with the Joker because he wasn't the Joker for what the last ten minutes. No, I'm so saying I he think was, you should retract. No, I'm not going to retract that. anything. He Dial was not the Joker until the last like ten minutes of the film. Oh, oh that's more than I had one question that I wanted to ask Rudy. What's up, brother? After seeing it and everything, right? The look. Yes, like after understanding it, like you like it better. Because I mean, not I. I don't think you would like it better, but it, I would it fits say the movie. Yeah, he was shitting it, all it, over it. it. Juggalo. If it, he looks like a fucking juggalo he still. Does, I did not, not take that away. It does not I will look never like a take that away. He still, to me, looks like a juggalo. The most ritzy juggalo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> does he have a suit on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, name a juggalo with a suit on. Fucking them when they do concerts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. When they go to red carpet events, they got suits on. No. <laughs> in the one year that they were relevant. Uh, no, I, I, I liked it for the movie. I I wouldn't ask it ask for it again. I I don't want to see a comic book portrayed of that. I don't want to see it in another movie. I don't want this to become the mainstay of the Joker. But it worked for the movie. Yeah. Hmm? Like so, I mean, like because I know you went in there. Like I just don't like the juggalo-ish of it. But like now after seeing it, like in the, in the way it was done and portrayed, like yeah, is no, it more I, of a, I, like I thought, all right? I thought it was great for Arthur Fleck. I because that's, that's why I said I. I like it because I know it's going to take place with his work. I know it's going to be what he knows. And it was. That's It opens up with him putting on makeup, and it is that makeup. And that's what we said. Like I remember we had the discussion if you guys think he's going to have a different look, right. which a lot of people did. And I, I told you guys back then, I, I know that's going to be him throughout the movie. The movie. It's not going to change because that's what he knows, and that's what he is. So that, I mean... I still stick I like, to it. I, I do like it for the movie. I just it wasn't my preference. preference yeah. yeah, I got you. So I I don't I don't change. I just wanted to ask it. after that. Yeah, just no, I, I don't change maybe. stance on it. I don't think it took away from anything by any means. I the movie was fucking great. Did you guys, exp you know, the whole scene where he's dancing down the stairs? Mm -hmm. Was anybody else like kind of like what the fuck when he was coming down the stairs dancing to the da na 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 da da na 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 na. No, like, but like that wasn't the song that, that I thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, okay. I was with you. It, it gave like, me like a Night's Tale vibe. Talking <laughs> about <laughs> Heath Ledger. Oh man, like, it gave me a Night's Tale vibe because it it did feel like it didn't fit. And then when you saw the two detectives in the background and the music started changing, that was yeah. cool. But yeah, yeah that, that song was too loud. I was just like, I was just like, for a minute there, I was like, when you're so like. After, especially after he does what he does uh -huh. right before that, and he does that badass scene where he's in the <laughs> elevator, and all of a sudden that hit, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Real, I just, I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, this funny thought here. Uh, when in my theater, I was sitting next to people, um, that 
didn't appreciate what the movie was actually trying to do in some parts. They laughing a lot. Yeah, well, they were laughing and then they're like, "What the fuck?" Oh, I could actually literally hear them say, "Like, were they kids? Like, teenagers? no, they were adults." And they were just like, "Like, what is this? Like, what the fuck?" And I could hear the this lady adults. next to me, and it's just like, I was like, "Man, how do you not understand like what you're seeing, like what you're watching?" And it was it was funny to kind of correlate their thoughts with the people on screen that would think the same thing of his character on screen. Well. I guess for that, I mean, I can't speak to those people specifically, but maybe it's because of what they were watching. It's hard to take that in and comprehend it. It's very, very mature content. It's very heavy and deep and brutal and gruesome. And for some people, that makes them uncomfortable. So laughing about it or being like, what the fuck is this? Is there a defense mechanism? It's their way to, like, like, yeah, it's a mechanism. It's just them trying to cope with the fact that they're, they're seeing things that they aren't prepared for. Imagine That's if every time good. someone thought like either laugh or like was like what the fuck and it was like his laugh, you know what I'm saying? Like because they just their their mechanism they didn't know how to cope with it. You know? I, <laughs> I I like I said I, there was a lot of stuff that derailed me from seeing this movie, and as much as it was people claiming to understand the ins and outs of cinema and why it's genius and <laughs> it won the the festival's award of the year because this and that and that was complete bullshit but then there were those other people that like like well i don't think juan was pushing that argument but like how you asked were they younger were this and that and they were very much complaining for none of the right reasons and that i wholeheartedly attest to marvel kind of dumbing down certain cinema goers sure. uh, to their aspects of what a Marvel movie is. And I, I only say that because th- it was very much on nerd sites, like nerd pages where it's like uh, one of them was the astounding nerds or astounding world of nerds or something like that. There was a huge feed of just, I mean, the amount of Marvel dropping in that really news there in that comment feed was ridiculous. And yeah, it, that that shows there like there are some things especially in a comic book movie world that just can't pass because it just doesn't say that like it, this is the same group where i saw a lot of hate about umbrella academy Ugh, which is one of the best series of this yep. year and it's because it wasn't marvel and like it it's almost crippling how that effect trickles down because they have they 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 earned it they very much earned it because they did what they should have done back in 2008 when they were trying to do Justice League Mortal. They should have been neck and neck, but they didn't because they didn't know what they were doing. And Marvel came up and they made something great right off rip. So they d- deserve that type of fandom, but the fandom really cripples itself with the people inside of it. Yep. So uh, it w- it was frustrating to see that it really is dumbing down the people because I've said that multiple times, not in hatred. Cause I mean, you guys know I, I enjoy these, but just in the realization that this is happening, people are becoming so tolerant of that, that that's all they need. The gold standard, yeah. man. So it, it's, it is sad because yeah, there's no scrutiny needed for this movie. It's, it's gonna, like you said, it's going to deserve every single thing that it wins. And this is going to fucking clean house. And then to answer your question earlier, was it you or Juan? I can't remember. As far as, is that the new oh, like, that best was Joker? 
Is that was that your question? That's, I, I just wanted to know what people thought. I, I think that that similar to what I said earlier, it's like choosing a flavor of ice cream. If you like them all, but you're in a certain mood for a certain kind of ice cream, and that's what this is. It's a different take on Joker. It's a different flavor. Yeah, and he, it's a really good flavor, but <laughs> it may not be my favorite. So, um. No, I, and I love yeah. that answer. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things that he's good, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy can't. to know that we all are on that page. And that sounds like one. I'm not saying that. What I said. <laughs> oh, what I said was that he's fan. not. It's he's an it's an origin story. You can't compare the two to some. Nobody's ever done an origin story for the Joker. So you can't compare it to somebody that's already portraying the Joker because he's as already indecented. Yeah, they're already they're completely different. He stands alone. Nobody ever done that before. That's you know, so like people hardcore pitted him against Leto. That's you can't what? even you can't pit <laughs> anything against. No, because Leto you're saying like he only had ten minutes. You can't pit him against somebody that is well, like, yeah, in there. But I'm saying when Leto came around, people hardcore pitted him against Ledger. Oh, oh yeah. What, yeah, you mean Leto and Ledger? Yeah. Oh yeah, like, yeah, because Leto was already in Joker form. Yeah, I know, but it was less time For than like he ten was. minutes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He was in Joker form. <laughs> That's the uh, argument. You really want to argue with me right now about it? I mean, <laughs> you're the one that said it. <laughs> yeah, there's no argument there. He was in Joker form. He sucks. Like, legit. He, like, he had less leg- time than his Joker form, but all right. <laughs> he had less time than whose Joker form? Joaquin's. He, I said he had 10 minutes, like, straight up Joker, but he is the Joker within the movie. It's an origin story. Like, there's no comparison there. There's no <laughs> argument. All right. Yeah, no, but... Uh, so I don't really want to do a uh, rating or anything. All I can say is that it's great. If this <laughs> isn't a perfect movie, this is a damn near perfect movie because I can't think of anything. I mean, the script was amazing. There was no dialogue where I was like, shit. <laughs> there was but, nothing like that. I was disappointed when he asked what his name was and he said, I'm Bruce because it was supposed to say I'm Batman. Like <laughs> yeah. nobody else get pissed off at that. You may hear somebody growl at you. Yeah, I'm yeah that bothered me. I'm so. <laughs> so that's my one complaint. But yeah, the script was amazing. <clears throat> the cinematography, as Juan said, is ah, top notch. Top fucking notch. Uh everything about it was just so thought out. And yeah, if not a perfect movie, they made a damn near perfect movie. Yeah. And I am excited to see what this does in the awards bracket and yeah, DC yeah. deserves this as much as uh the makeup artist got on Suicide Squad. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that in there. But that's um, right. Didn't it win an Oscar yes for that? It did. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> Bro, Killer Croc looks I, I mean, mean his makeup yeah. was amazing. It was pretty on point. It was fucking it wasn't CGI. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh yeah, I I just thought of something that I wanted to ask you guys the just the last thing before we close this out, and that was talking right there. Let me backtrack for a quick second. I can't think of it. All right, well I don't want to have too much dead space, but I'm going to uh, close it out right there. Sure. Uh, Juan, do we have any polls? Just one. All right, show polls. I want the sound. Damn it. <laughs> Arm hurts. <laughs> what? You pressed no buttons. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta earn that. I don't know. My left, my left arm hurts right now. I'm Man, a heart attack or something. Uh, Chopol, did you watch Joker? Uh, we need one more vote for a hundred votes, but 
60% said no. Isn't that surprising? Is yeah. 60% said no? Alarming. Yeah, um, so almost 60 people. Wow. That's yeah, a lot. That's, out of 100. That's yeah. ridiculous. What? Hey, well, guess what? It doesn't need your money anyways. It's doing just fine. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. People, what are you, what are you going to watch? Theater, though, so Somebody the posted, like, uh, I want to go watch... I don't know yet if I want to go watch The Joker or Rambo or some shit like that. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, who said? was that? Who Ew. was that? I never, I remember, I seen that post. I don't remember who it was. It was because uh, I didn't look. I was just scrolling through my feed. I was like, I looked at it. I was like, what? How's that even like a. I was like, you know what? Whatever, teach didn't their own. Did that trailer have like Old Town Road to it or something yeah. like that? <laughs> oh, God. Hey, man, no, Rambo. You know what was. You know what's pretty cool, though? It's like. Your mother in law loves that song, bro. She does. She, you didn't see that post? No. She shared that oh, Stewie live, and she loved that shit. Who's the, who's the guy? Who's the? It's uh, the country Billy singer Ray Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus, right? Yeah, yeah, she's a huge Billy William Ray Cyrus. Yeah. That motherfucker will do anything to stay in the news, even whore out his own family. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have today. <laughs> <laughs>